Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Peganisi, um, starting my show. I'm hoping I get call-ins tonight. Our show is about uh, signs our loved ones send you. Um, I'm going to bring my co-host in on now. And uh, feel free to call in. Hold on one second. Hello, Melissa? Hello. Hi. Did you hear me? I did. You sounded great. Okay, did you hear the songs? Yeah, they were nice. Oh, okay, cool. I wasn't sure if it's working. I'm still, you know, trying to work out all the uh, the bad spots and and the tech, technical issues. So, no, it um, sounded really good. Well, okay, cool, cool. I think we're getting there, guys. You know, um, Melissa, you know, we've discussed the past few shows. We've talked about everything from what you know a bereaved parent feels to life after death, the signs our loved ones send you. Um, there's been some con- controversy since I started the show um, on my Facebook. I think we've discussed that. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to let everybody know I am born a Christian woman. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. My show is to bring in my life goals now. My calling is to bring others closer to them. And anything I do is done in the light. Um, uh, the Bible talks about certain things that should be done and shouldn't be, be done and what have you. And um, uh, we are all entitled to our beliefs. And I'm, my show is open to anybody who wants to call in and, and, and express what they believe in and uh, willing to listen and won't be put down for it. And um, I just ask that, you know, you respect me and my beliefs as a Christian woman, and I respect yours as a Christian or, you know, uh, uh, someone of the Jewish faith or whatever faith you're, you uh, you are. So um, just, you know, just, you know, I'm asking for respect on, on the subject, but you're more than welcome to call in. So, um, so how was your week, Melissa? My week was good. How was yours? Oh, terrific. <laughs> terrific. <laughs> well, everybody knows. I, You know, um, 
Sunday was the third anniversary of my son's passing. And though I do these shows and, and I write my books and do all the other stuff I do, um, my soul is with him. My human part of me is still a grieving mother. Um, so I still go through the emotions um, that every other grieving parent goes through. And um, I'm going to have feelings, you know, and uh, I miss my son here. I miss my daughter here. I miss my whole family that's on the other side now, even though I know they're always around me. I still have that human side of me that just wants to give him a big hug and smooch, you know, or uh, joke with him, you know, one-on-one. So, um, but, you know, we're all entitled to our feelings, and I I feel the same thing as every other grieving parent feels, I assume, you know, because, uh, you know, we have our human emotions. Do you have anything to add to that, Melissa? I mean, what your feelings were this week with, you know, the third anniversary of Mark's passing? Well, it was definitely emotional because, of course, Every year on that same exact day, I always think of him, and I just miss him. Like, I miss everything about him and just mm-hmm. how inspirational he was to me. So it does take a lot out of you, just like, you know, anyone that you lose. But I just feel like that day is just so much harder than any other day during the entire year because the whole day, that's all you're thinking about is them, their memories, how much you loved them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just that day was definitely – it was nice to reunite with all of his friends and meet all those amazing people. That was, you know, the positive things about the day. But, you know, it's always hard just thinking about losing someone so amazing as your son. Yeah, so. well, we're we're kind of talking about – we had a um, – Melissa will tell you, she, she – on top of everything else this, this girl does, she's amazing. She's a teacher by day. Uh, she's also a certified editor. She edited my books. Like, would I call you a certified ed- editor? What would I call you? What, what would you consider? Professional. Yeah, professional Pro- editor. That's what I went to school for. Right, right. And she does a lot of other stuff on the side. She does. And one of the other, her expertise uh, is uh, baking cakes, beautiful, beautiful cakes. I wish we could. um, Actually, you know what? We do have when people um, go to our archives, I have a slideshow that they can see. I think we should put some of your cakes that you did on there. What do you think? Oh, that would be amazing. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, she actually she did a beautiful cake for uh, and if any of you that are on tonight or on my Facebook, um, you'll see the cakes. I mean, I hate to say, it, but I celebrated my 60th birthday this year. But you know what? No, I don't. So I made it. Yay! You know, she made. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I have to admit, I, I got that Cinderella thing since I was a kid. We all yeah, want to be Cinderella, kind of cake don't we? You got. And that's what I got for my 60th birthday. She made my day. We had a blast, you know. And for uh, Mark's event, um, three nights before Mark had passed, my son three years ago. Excuse me. I'm just getting over cold, so bear with me. Um, Yeah, well, you know, three nights before he had – no, I think it actually was two nights before he had passed away. I had a candlelight visual. I can't say the word visual. Okay. Visual. It's okay. Visual. Visual. Yeah, that's why she's my editor, right? That's right. I can write. I can talk, but I don't always talk right. But it's anyhow, okay. we had a candlelight. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Auto. Auto. <laughs> auto Yeah. 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 Thank God for computers and Melissa. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love but, being in the category of something so amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what, like a computer? No, no, no. Yeah. I'm kidding, I'm ingenious kidding. idea. <laughs> exactly. It's a big brain. But anyhow, um, make a long story short. Um, it was a couple nights before, and Mark was 
critically, critically ill. I didn't expect him to live much longer. And I, but he had been critically ill before, and the kid would bounce back and come home with IVs and ports in his chest, and when and he'd had a little round ball of uh, his antibiotics, he'd stick in his pocket and he'd go to English Town Raceway in New Jersey and race his car with his buddies. So he, I never gave up hope, you know. But we did have a uh, to get back to the cake and what I, what I'm the point I'm trying to make, um, and the cake that the the beautiful cake that Melissa made. Um, my daughter-in-law, Dana, who's with Don, my oldest son down in North Carolina, um, she had designed a candle with a heart and what have you, what have you. And nine o'clock the night or no, two nights before market passed, we, we did prayers and songs and it was all over Facebook. And, and, uh, so Melissa actually copied as close as she could and she did a darn good job of a replica of that night of our prayers and the candles and the hearts and and what have you and uh it was absolutely melissa i have to say very touching very touching thank you and i thank you for that you know like i said she's not only my niece she's my my uh my kind of daughter by proxy i don't know what you would call (laughs) we're very close you know i lost my my only daughter of course you know also the cystic fibrosis on mother's day 2002 and mark of course which we just discussed it was three years ago february 2nd and uh, Melissa and I have been close, and my daughter was Melissa's babysitter, and so she wasn't just her cousin. She was her mentor, her babysitter, her cousin. She had a my whole host of jobs. And motivator. Both of, yeah. yeah, both my kids were kind of examples to people, um, you know, for the things they've done in life. And, and, uh, and like I said on my last show, which was mostly about grieving and what not to say to people, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I don't mean it in like a uh, negative sense, blah, 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 blah. It was a very serious show. You know, I do have a serious side and uh, things that are that touch my heart. And speaking with other grieving parents, I know what touches theirs, you know, and trying to get people to understand what our feelings are and what not to say to us, you know, and what have you, you know. But anyhow, to, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to make a point here, and I lose my train of thought. Thank you, MS. I have MS, so <laughs> bear with me. But um, there was a couple things today I wanted to read you. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up, and I talked to Melissa earlier about, um, it was being a Christian woman. Um, because I do have the beliefs I have, and I, I don't begrudge anyone for their beliefs, you know, as far as I'm concerned, like I've said before, you know, you can call God Jehovah, you can call him whatever, you know, uh, the light source, the center of the universe, Mother Nature. I happen to call him God. I have no problem with it. I have no problem with whatever you call him. And we all have all types of religions around the world, and I don't put anybody down for it because... I feel there's one source, and that's him, you know, and we all, you know, come to him through my belief, my belief, through Jesus Christ. And I'm not here to preach to people, but that in, um, that's what keeps me going. That's what's kept me going since my children's past, what kept me going before they passed, kept me going since I was a child. Melissa will tell you, her grandfather, my father, worked for our church, Episcopalian, well, our church, uh, the family's church, um, St. Mary's Episcopal Church in Scarborough, New York, for 50 years. My dad was not the minister, he was a sexton, but he was the head of the vestry, which is like the committee for decisions made in the church, plus, you know, doing his other work there, but... Um, I was brought 
I, well, you know, as a child, I was made to go to church. <laughs> I was made to go to church, but I'm, I'm glad I did have the, um, the foundation for my Christianity. And, uh, you know, and as years went on as a teenager, I, you know, like all teenagers, I not ne- never questioned my faith, but I was a little bit of a rebel. And I went through stages, okay, you know, I pray to God, go to church, and then I leave, and then I do my thing, you know. But as time has gone on, um, I am glad I did have that, that basic foundation, because at 60 years old, I go back to my childhood and my Sunday school classes. And by the way, I did teach Sunday school a few years uh, myself. But I have that foundation, and I've read the Bible. I know the King James Version. I know the Old and the New Testament. And I know certain things it says and what have you. And, um, you know, and I don't question anything. But I feel that, you know, some of the things that I'm doing and, and what have you, and by the signs that I have had from... My children and other people, um, that it's of the light. I don't think it's a bad thing. I've been condemned for it today. Someone, I think, uh, what was that? What did they call me today? <laughs> do, you re- um, do you recall? A Geico piggy? I don't want to say it because it's mean. I don't yeah, want to recall. It was mean. I think <laughs> I don't a even Christian, wanna, another Christian. Maybe I it. took it wrong because we all take things wrong at times, but... Um, I think true Christians don't criticize another Christian or criticize anyone Christian or not. Um, I think that's cruel, and that's not of God. For even if you're you're criticizing somebody or critiquing somebody in the name of you think of of Jesus or God or what have you, um, that's not what it's about. You know, God is love. God is light. Uh, you know, if you don't believe you know, what I've seen or what I've heard or what I experience or what uh, premonitions I've had or other mediums. I'm sure there's bad people out there, too, that, that work of the darkness, but I consider myself the light. Okay, I'm a light worker. Um, you know what that is, right, Melissa? Can you explain it maybe a little bit, what a light worker is? I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm void. Well, just we work of the light. We believe, you know, uh, that we're all part of the universe. Um, that we all work together, it's teamwork, you know, and that, that's really what I believe God puts us here for. It's teamwork, to learn to love each other more, to, we get knocked down. I mean, not many people got, has gotten knocked down as I have. I mean, you know, my losses over the years, I've, you know, I'm no different than anybody else, but I've gotten slammed. I mean, there was no time, and Melissa, because she shares it too, I, I share, the only difference with me and her is that her cousins that were, were had passed, were her cousins, they were my children, but all the rest, my father was her grandfather, my mother was her grandmother, my sister that passed and my brother that passed to cancer was her aunt and uncle. So she's got that closest with me of the same losses. We, we love them. The mother's grief is a little different. You know, I have to, I'm not trying to take center stage or one-up anybody, but grief is grief, like we've talked about in my last shows, you know. And I, I find that... Um, by the signs, I believe the Lord comforts us by signs. It's not of the darkness. If there's anything of the darkness, I wouldn't have anything to do. Let me tell you, people, I'd no, run the I other wouldn't way. either. It would I would avoid scare it. Scare the hell out of me. No. It would scare the hell out of me. Excuse my mouth, but it would scare the hell out of me too. You well, know, I think that's I don't also, feel... you know, that's why we also pray before too, because 
Mm-hmm. We're asking for mm-hmm. only good things. We want only positive right. things and to help people who are mourning, who are lost, who just want a sign to know that their loved one has crossed over peacefully and is still in their life. Like, we think yes, of heaven, exactly. and yeah, it's a different place, it's a different realm, but when you think about mm-hmm. their spirit, the spirit is always right. around us. People can come and exactly. visit and, and leave us symbols, like, you know, a certain smell of perfume or an animal mm-hmm. or, you know, all these different things, they have symbolic meaning. So... What if, okay, let me ask you, Melissa. I mean, you've shared things with me. I've shared things with you. You can talk about it or you can't talk about it. You don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. What, um, what signs, and, and I have to say that Melissa and I are, what do, what do we call each other? Not soul sisters. Um, psychic niece and aunt. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. What do you call? Well, we, we are because, you know, we both have a gift. Um, you know, I've had it since I was nine. I'm not sure how long Melissa has. Uh, I was found nine. Out a couple of, <laughs> since you were nine? To, oh, well, I didn't since realize I that. was nine when I lost Grandpa. Yeah, see, I, see, how, see how families talk to each other? <laughs> you yeah. know, she's so involved in my life, and I don't know everything. But okay. I found out a couple of years ago also that my mother had the gift. And it seems to come in families. But I, I truthfully think that we all have, because we we are humans, um, what is, how do they say that now? Okay, I'm not a scholar with this. We are souls with a, uh, with a body, and the body is our human experience. You know, we, we're, we're all souls, just like our loved ones that have passed, right? We yeah. come as a soul, we leave as a soul. Our bodies are temporary. That's our temple here on earth that God has given us to use as a tool for whatever his reasons because he's the one you'd have to ask him and I'm sure none of us are going to know this until we get on that other side, you know, why it's the way it is. Um, I don't question things anymore because he is the man, um, you know, and he's the man with the plan. He's the guy that, that has created us, you know. I'm not going to get all you know, crazy into what I believe about evolution and what have you and things of sort, that sort. But, um, you know, he, he says he's, he's the word. He's the word. And um, so we are all, um, you know, we're all souls, just like our lost loved ones that came for a little bit, completed their job, and had to go back to where we all originally came from. Do you agree? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, to get back to another subject, uh, I don't know if I shared the story in the last show, but um, I can remember after my son passed. Uh, do, do you remember if I shared the story about walking past his room? I don't believe you did. Okay, I mean, I don't I remember hearing listen- it. Okay, well, some of the things I, I mean, a lot of the stuff I, I put in my books, my. My first book, as you know, my bestseller on Amazon, and it's been number one, number two, number 20, number 30, goes back to two, three, one. It's in, of course, it's not, you know, New York Times bestseller. We're working on that, okay? I never expected it to be a bestseller anyhow. I just did it because I wanted to help other people because I felt that the signs that were being sent were sent of God and that he had a job for me to do, and I had to suffer. Some people compared me, and I'm not comparing myself to Job. I've had a lot of losses. You know, I've been slammed, slammed. I'm not Job. I don't, I don't, I'm not a, you know, a prophet from the Bible. I'm not anything but Peggy Amanisi, human being, you know, that suffered a lot of losses, but has also witnessed a lot of signs from the get-go. 
And, uh, well, maybe that's what that guy meant, not Geico, get-go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> we have to have our sense of humor. But, you know, I'm a little upset. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, anyhow, you know, like I said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But some of my, my, like I said, my first book, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug, and if you want it, you can get it in any bookstore. I mean, most of them, Barnes and Noble, whatever. It's worldwide. You have to order it. Some of them, I don't know who has what on bookshelves. I'm in... Um, Goodreads and and all these other kinds of bookstores. I don't even, Al, Al Brees and yeah, I was shocked when I googled my name and I see myself all over the place and all over the world. And I have people from said before UK. I had a woman from Iceland, people from Canada, people from Italy. You know, it's like where can I get your book? Well, I guess they have Amazon there too, so I guess they uh, they'd have to get it from Amazon. Amazon is you know, or my publisher, who is Balboa uh, Press. Okay, and they are a division of Hay House, which is um, Louise Hay. And there was something she had put on Facebook today, and I'm, I'd like to take and go back to it, but I don't know if I go to that if you're going to be able to hear it on the show. So I'm trying to get it on my cell phone. Something she wrote today about grief, but she is the uh, the owner of my publishing, you know, not my publishing, the company that published me. It's a spiritual, mostly spiritual books that are published. And uh, so anyhow, if you want my book. It's hardcover, hard, okay, first day with my new mouth, hardcover, softcover, and the Kindle version, they're all on um, Kindle, uh, Kindle on uh, Amazon. Uh, the Kindle can be downloaded right away. Um, it was seven years of writing it. It's my life story, so it was my whole life. Seven years to write it, to get it published and to finish. Two hours of reading time, but the Kindle version is like $3.03, a little plug for my book. And my next books are going into a little more detail with a heck of a lot more science. I mean, incredible signs that I am even shocked about. Um, I've shared with a few people in the past months about... I don't know if you consider a haunting. Uh, what would you consider what happened with this, this boy, Tim, that had, had been coming to me, Melissa? I don't think it was a haunting. I think it was more like kind of a cry for answers. I feel like he just uh-huh. needed you almost like his guide, like his compass into what was happening and the people mm-hmm. that he loved. Like he wanted to make it known that he was okay and that he loved them and that right. they were his whole life. Like they were so important to him. And I think he was mm-hmm. just trying to find an outlet to try to reach, you know, reach base with them. Right, right. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, because I did go to Facebook. I'm going to read some. But to get back to Tim, I won't mention last names. Um, it's kind of ironic. I Tim was at uh, November 30th is my son's birthday, and, and every year except last year, I'm um, sure – People that know me that, that are listening to the radio show, I was uh, I live right on the Hudson River in, in um, 30 miles north of um, New York City, you know, uh, rural area. Um, I was one of the victims, now survivor of Hurricane Sandy. So if I didn't lo- lose enough before losing my loved ones, I pretty much lost everything I owned, almost my life and another child the night of Hurricane Sandy. As white caps and waves came right through my house. I had three feet of water in my living room, which <clears throat> I've been back in the house since April. We lived in a hotel from uh, the storm October 29th of last year, of 2012, till April uh, around Easter. We had no holidays last year, but you know what? We were just happy to survive. You know, that's the bottom line of survival. And um, to make a long story short, you know, there was uh, the point I'm trying to make here. Um, you know, I've been, been faced with so many things in my life that I just feel that um, it's all, you know, life's a test. I've written poems about it. You know, life is a test, you know. Are you there? 
I definitely feel like well, that too. Like things challenge yeah. you in life, but uh-huh. it tries to make you stronger. Exactly. But I have to say, even through all the signs that I have been shown since a lot of my family has died, um, that uh, I hear clicking. I don't know if that's you or this. I don't want to. I'm not on Skype tonight, people. So, but if you know what, if you want to be on Skype, you can Skype me. I have a chat room here. If you want to just chat and don't want people know that you're on there, or if you want to ask questions or what have you, you're welcome to do that. In between, I'll play a little more music and I'll go to my chat room. Um, but anyhow, um, the bottom line with all the signs that I sent, and I was getting back to the the thing about walking past my son's room, the the soul versus the human body. Um, I get creeped out still, even though I can, you know, I'm new at reading people and trying to work with my gift um, that I was always afraid of since I was a child. And uh, I still get creeped out. You know, I'm human. I got the human side. I, like I think normal. people forget that. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, to be honest with you, I see um, – I'll give her a little plug. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Like I said, <coughs> over this cold. Um, intuitive Deborah uh, Hanlon. She's up in the Newburgh area. I've been going to her. I went to her once after my sister died, and she's in my book quite a bit. And she saved my sanity. And my son, Mark, was still alive. My daughter had passed, and the first time I saw her, you know, it was after my sister, my, who I absolutely adored, was like a mother to me. She was older, second mother, and uh, who Melissa happens to look exactly like. And my mother, they look like the triplets. <laughs> she was beautiful. And only good people, beautiful people. She was so, a beautiful person. No, really, she was. My sister yeah. really, literally would give you the shirt off your back, my sister Pat. And um, so I was devastated. She was the one that was there for me on Mother's Day that I that my daughter died. She was the one who picked me up. We didn't know what was going on. My daughter had passed away at home. Her, she had a four and seven year old. She's laying there, you know, was laying there. No one knew she had passed. It was it was a bad thing, bad thing. But anyhow, she came and got me and and took me to, I didn't even know what hospital my daughter they brought her to. I didn't know if she was dead or alive. I didn't know what was going on. But that's the kind of soul she was. She was a good person, you know. And uh, so after her, she was my strength. And my daughter died 2002, like I said, Mother's Day, May 12th. My sister died May 20th, almost exactly four years later, of uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. You know, this is a woman who never drank, smoked, really, never drank or smoked. She was right up there. She was right at the gates of heaven always. And got none. So it just, just goes to show you, people get sick even if you leave, you know, live a, a clean life. But anyhow, she was my strength. And she was very laid back. In my book, I put, I used to kid her that um, uh, I must have gotten Peggy Big Mouth here, the, the extra hormones that she was lacking because she was very laid back. Am I right, Melissa? Very quiet, never loud, never heard a curse. I mean, there were times back in the day, even Christian, whatever, I had a mouth like a truck driver, you know, (laughs) changed that, you know, I've learned. But she she wasn't like that, so I lost her. So a friend of mine had a, a, a medium party, and she had gone to someone else's house, my friend Carol, who happens to be a... A light worker too, and and, and her career is Feldenkrais therapy, which is uh, awareness through movement therapy, and she does miracles with people. You know, little plug for Carol. Anyhow, um, she had a part. She went to a party, and she felt like she had to have one. She felt it was meant for me, and I think it was. Uh, we went to her house. I met Deborah for the first time. The only the only time I met her, walked into the room, number six of the six people at the party. And the first thing she said to me was, you've lost a child. 
and she says, I'm not a huggy, kissy person. And if you read my book, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug, the hug was a very significant sign that I received from my daughter, very significant. And the first thing Deborah says, my daughter was there, and she wanted her to do that, and she came over and hugged me. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I was like, and she brought my dad through, my brother through, my sister through, my both both parents, things that nobody knew. And I, even though I had my gift, I still doubted it, you know. Um, but um, I was convinced. I mean, because this woman, you know, wasn't sitting there, you know, doing a Whoopi Goldberg from Ghosts. She was, wasn't looking into a crystal ball. She wasn't playing with tarot cards. Nothing. She was scribbling on paper as she's talking and seeing things, and it was amazing. And it turned my head, you know. And I was still questioning my own gift. I've been questioning it my whole life, you know. <clears throat> so to make a long story short, I always say that, don't I, <laughs> It's never That's short okay. with me. you got to sum okay. it up somehow. <laughs> but anyhow, the second time I went to see Deborah. I didn't see her, but that was 2006 my sister died. So my son died 2011. So it was a week after my son's funeral. And I went in there, and she actually said to me, I mean, this woman has thousands of clients. She goes, I remember you. And I even have the CD to prove it. There was something about me she remembered. And she actually, at the end, asked the people to leave the room because I went with a friend of mine who was with me, Colleen, when my son, who was at the bedside when my son took his last breath, and Mark's girlfriend, Kelly, and her friend, Denise, asked them to leave the room. And Deborah pretty much, I think, felt that I had a gift a little maybe different than hers at the time. And we did something and talked about something. And, you know, so it kind of started making me feel like, okay, this woman, this medium feels something that I have that maybe I should do something with. But I, I still wasn't ready. I just lost my son. So anyhow, to get back to the original story, Mark passes. This is why I brought Deborah up because um, I had talked to her about it. I would walk past my son's room, okay, and – um I would get creeped out, maybe just because being a mom and he was always in there sick or, you know, not sick. It was his room, never changed anything, you know. And I really, you know, I really felt like he was reaching out to grab me sometimes. <laughs> and Mark was a jokester, right, Melissa? And he, he was a clown. Was. He was he a clown. Like, he he yeah, spoke so people funny. while he was here, so I can't even imagine what he's doing over there because he has done You're like the, the Jim Carrey of heaven right now. I bet you anything. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, Bruce Almighty. What was that, Bruce Almighty? Yeah, or Wasn't like Liar Liar. Both of them were really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he was, actually, one of the things that Deborah brought up in Mark's reading, um, which is, like I said, the second time I went to her in four years, um, he reminded her of a young Tom Hanks. And, you know, his girlfriend's looking at Deborah like, why? <laughs> you know? Because mm-hmm. Mark had the baby face. Mark was 22, but he looked 12. You know, with CF, um, you know, he didn't have grow whiskers. He, he had that baby face. He was very thin. Didn't look his age. But I, it wasn't only that. I understood what she meant. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Mark, years ago, when he was four years old, with a friend of mine, I had taken down, had broken his glasses, just a friend of my husband and mine, and I was always the do-gooder, you know, guy didn't have a car, couldn't see without his glasses, took him down to um, uh, White Plains, New York here, down to, uh, what was it, the Westchester Mall, is that what they call that mall down there? Is the one in White the Plains? Westchester. Yeah, the Westchester, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, the big one, the fancy one down by Macy's. Yeah, the Westchester. Mm -hmm. Westchester. I went down there, and they had an FAOW Schwartz like they have in New York City, but a smaller version. And (laughs) I understood what she meant. Mark was trying to get a point because Mark was four years old, and my friend JP, um, who used to be my paper boy, and then years later he ended up being the bartender at the place I would stop at once in a while. (laughs) So my my paper boy turned into my bartender, my confidant. And we were friends, and um, I took him down to get his glasses fixed. Long story short, the two clowns, while waiting, go into FAOW Schwartz, and he's telling Mark, <laughs> tell your mother, buy you anything. I'm like, Thanks. what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> you know? But there's a point I'm trying to make related to Deborah here. There's a $750 giraffe, okay? <laughs> and, of course, Mark wants the most expensive gift in the place. And I'm like, no, Mark, I didn't want to tell him I didn't have the money for $750 to buy a giraffe. We can't fit it in my little in my SS Monte Carlo. Okay. <laughs> so he, he went with that. Next thing I knew, just like in the movie Big with Tom Hanks, when he's down at um, uh, Playland, which is well, in FAOW Schwartz, Mark and JP start dancing on the piano keys like in the movie. And actually, the movie at one point was based out of Playland Park, which is in Rye, New York, which is, what is that, like 15 miles from us, Melissa? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's very close to where we live. Playland, if you ever hear of the famous Playland, it's close to us, too. Yeah, it's between us and the city. So it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, my goodness, she's thinking Tom Hanks, because he was trying to get me the message that, do you remember that day at four years old when he and John Paul were dancing on the keys at FAW Schwartz, just like the movie? So, so mediums do come to you with messages from the other side in a weird roundabout way sometimes, you know? Um, and, and it's strange, but and then to get back to his room thing, Deborah had explained to me, like I said in the beginning of the show, um, the reason I felt him trying to spook me because he was there. He was in there. He was in that room. He, I, my uh, soul, my spirit felt him because we're always connected. And so I'm trying to explain this to people. My human mind, even though people think I'm off the hook, and that's okay because I know I'm not. A little crazy at times, but <laughs> sense of humor-wise. But um, the human mind can't comprehend this. Okay, it's very hard for our human mind to comprehend something like that. It's like, well, how the hell can he be in there? You know, he's not here. You know, even though I had had other signs from all my kids. So actually, all my family, I've had signs, you know. So that's something I wanted to explain to people, you know, that they are so closely connected to us at times. Um, most of the time, they're always around us. You know, it doesn't mean they haven't passed and go on to the other side and they're stuck here, they're earthbound. That's, no, that's not what we're saying. You know, they're they're in heaven. They're in heaven. And there was God, and, and, and he allows things. And from what I've been taught from other mediums and um, people of that sort, that, that heaven is like here. It's where the mirror image, much more beautiful, of course. And they don't, like I, what I say in all the shows, they don't float on clouds, clouds like cherubs and, and uh, uh, play harps. They got jobs. They work. They work. There's houses. There's streets. They're made of gold, from what I hear. The Bible says that also. <laughs> if I, am I right, Melissa? Yeah. It's whatever the you streets are made of to gold. be. It's like, it's like your perfect paradise, you know? Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, the fear of God has been put into us uh, since we were little kids, and rightfully so, because he is the man. You know, I give him credit for everything because he's the man. You know, but 
we, if you read the Bible too, the Bible says, and I forget which was part, and Melissa, I don't know if you remember, Melissa, I, I grew up Episcopal, Melissa grew up, you know, was uh, Catholic, Catholic, right? Catholic. No, not, not much different, and, you know, and, I mean, it's, we're one step down Episcopal, you know, um, but uh, Christian is Christian to me, you know, or whatever. And so we are taught certain things that, um, you know, the fear of God, and excuse me, I hope I don't sneeze now, <laughs> but my cold's getting better. Um, I'm just being human on the show, people. We all sneeze. We all cough, okay? <laughs> but um, we are all taught to fear God. And I think my daughter, Melissa, what was her favorite expression? No fear. Okay. I think that's what, I think God implanted that in her. You shouldn't fear God. God is, if we are created in his, in his image, and I'm not a scholar, and I, did, I haven't gone to the monastery, I haven't gone to, what, what do you call it, uh, what's the school they call for, for going to uh, become a priest or a minister? It's a monastery, right? Monastery? Yeah. Monastery, okay. That's why she's my editor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, I'm not good with words sometimes. I talk a lot, but not always great with words. I'm just, uh, I'm me. perfect. I'm me. Just do the best you can. No, it isn't. You know what? You know? And to be honest, I'm going to stop real quick. I do have a mess, like I said. And believe it or not, yeah, sometimes my words do get scrambled. I can be in a complete sentence sometimes, and I, it's almost like dyslexia talk, coming, talking, dyslexic talking. And I'm sure my friends out there that have a mess know the feeling. The brain kind of gets miswired sometimes so if i do something like that ignore it you know it happens so that's why i need my editor so anyhow i you know i'm not a that i mean i haven't gone to school for that i did teach Sunday school and what have you but but if you we are made in god's image god has a sense of humor god god laughs you know, love, laugh, it, it live, you know, that's what the three, the three L's in, in life, love, laugh, and live. Am I right? Yeah. God, of course God laughs. Of course he has a sense of humor. He doesn't like, you know, sit there and say, okay, uh, at least I don't think so because I, I don't talk to him directly, okay? But he doesn't sit there and ridicule you because you joke around or or he gave us our sense of humor. So we're, that's a blessing. And Should if I we have one, quick, he's got to have one. Sure. No, I want um, you to I take to over because also... my throat is getting dry. <laughs> I'm sorry? I wanted to say also, when you talked briefly about um, having a fear of God, like some people have that fear built into them by, you know, people just saying, oh, this is the right way to do things, this isn't the right way, mm-hmm. follow this, follow that. I feel like it's not so much of a fear as it is of knowing to do the right things, when to do mm-hmm. it, how to do it, how to treat people the right way. I feel like mm-hmm. you built this perfect paradise for people yes. who love and care about each other, who help people. I mean, in times uh-huh. of need, when I see, you know, I've experienced floods before, just like you have. Um, when I was going to Binghamton, there was a horrible flood. I dedicated right. days, like almost an entire week, helping people who had displacements. Like their homes were flooded. And I can't exactly. even tell you the amount of outpouring of love of students going there and, you know, singing to them. I was reading books to kids who had no books. I mean, you really right. see in a situation where it's an emergency how people can bond together and love each other. And I think those are the mm-hmm. moments that count the most, that show you that exactly. we're following somebody who's amazing because we're going to be mm-hmm. rewarded someday. Because exactly. he built a and we don't do it to be rewarded. We, we do it out of love. We do it because human, that's what we were taught. Our, you know our, I mean? our, 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 our peeps, you know? Our, we our, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, even doing this and, and, and mediums, and I'm not saying all mediums are on the up and up. There's some out there that, to be honest, there was a couple that I've been in the presence of that I'm like, need some serious medication. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa. Okay, I'll listen to you, but like, okay, you know, maybe it's time for the Prozac or something, you know, and uh, it's not not everybody's like that. I mean, uh, if uh, what I feel is if they... Um, of the light, and like Melissa and I, before we do anything, and the the Bobsy twins here, when we have the same premonitions at the same time, and that's when I was finally convinced I had the gift. That's when Melissa, I think, right? I mean, you tell them, mm-hmm. you tell them how we've had the same thing from. Yeah, share a story about the uh, the dairy truck thing. The dairy truck. Oh, mm-hmm. um, so at work we have a milk delivery. I'm a teacher, so at work mm-hmm. a lot of times we have a milk delivery, and right after my cousin passed away. I saw the truck pull up, and I just had this weird intuition that something was coming, but I didn't know what it was, and the truck is a Martin right. Dairy truck. And yep. so I saw it, and I was like, oh, it's like my cousin's name. That's so cute. And it was really funny because the first couple of times that it pulled up, all the kids, without even saying anything, without even saying, like, mm-hmm. the milk is here, they would go up to the right. window and get so excited and just stare at the truck. <laughs> it wasn't exciting. Because it kids didn't see do things. anything. Kids do a plain truck that said Marcus Dairy, and they're like, ooh, the milk is here, yay! And they were so excited, and it was just cute. Yeah, were you know? they liked it like it before Marcus Dairy? Were they, were they that excited before Marcus Because, uh, oh, let's backtrack. My son's name was Mark, but his formal name was Marcus. Mm-hmm. Okay? So were they excited? Was there a, a prior delivery truck before that delivered milk, like um, Dairy Queen or something like that? or Not was it Dairy Queen. I think that's ice cream, but... Um, I think they well, did you know have a I mean, different truck before that. Yeah, because we have, like, you know, grocery deliveries and things like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. for a long time we didn't have this exact truck. So, you know, it was weird right. seeing it. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> you know. the, funny thing, the funny thing was, I think the first time it showed up, I was driving in that same area that same day when you shared that story with me. Yeah. This is how ironic it is. Uh, there is a red light um, by Melissa's job, which is maybe, what, a mile from my house, mile and a half, mm-hmm. where she teaches. And you stop at the red light, and right in front of me, I see the Marcus Terry truck. That night, I think Melissa called me and said, she goes, I, I have did. to share the funniest story. I said, you got to be kidding me, because I was at the light in back of this truck as it was turning into your job. Well, you know coincidence nah i'm sorry don't believe in it everything happens for a reason that's my belief everything happens for a reason you know you can believe what you want i'm not going to begrudge anybody for their beliefs you know even people that you know bash me um you know there's always going to be somebody because they're entitled to whatever they believe and i i I don't put you down for it you know you can bash me i feel like everyone has to be able to voice their opinion without being discriminated against you know exactly because i'm not going to discriminate i could sit here and name names of people that have discriminated against me but i'm not going to do that because that's not the right thing you know what life's too short and you need to focus mm-hmm. on, like, all the positive things you do and how, you know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be exactly. somebody that tries to put you down, and that is the person mm-hmm. that should challenge you to work harder and to be stronger. Yeah, I see that even, like, people that I grew up with, and I'm not going to say where, but I think most of them know without naming it. I walk mm-hmm. into a, a certain establishment, and since everything's happened, and, you know, they know I wrote, wrote the book, and a lot of them, I think, just bought it just to say, oh, what's she up to? Oh, what's this nut writing about, you know? That's my premonition. That's how I can read you people. <laughs> tell you you know and some give you the puppy dog eyes like they don't say anything to you they give the puppy dog eyes since my son died and it's like okay you know it's like 
I can read right through it, you know? And they're, or they're sitting like, oh, that poor thing. She's really going off the deep end. She believes she can talk to dead people. And she believes she sees signs that, oh, my God, she's really out of it. Well, what are you doing? Sitting on a bar still every day drinking? You know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, did, did years ago. But I ain't doing it, you know? And if anything, I pity you because, you know, I'm not begrudging you or putting people down for it. But you know what? Have you learned what life's really about yet? I have. I've had a God smack uh, losing so many, you know. I had people have said to me, like, um, I don't know how you do it. And I think I've said this on every show. I've got two choices. I could have, you know, killed myself. And there were times, yeah, I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm human. I think we all think about it. But the true warriors hang in there, and you find a purpose. You find a new purpose. I hurt like hell every day of my life. There, it's not a day that doesn't go by that maybe a tear falls from my eye thinking about my kids, the human aspect of it, okay? Especially the holidays and the birthdays and the anniversary, you know? Um, so, you know, the puppy dog glances and looking at me like, you know, she's a nut. You know what? Just like the opinion of others that think I'm doing a bad thing and not practicing, you know, being a true Christian and what have you. Think what you want of me. I know who I am. I am doing good for people. You know, we have my Wish Foundation. Um, it, we have, you know, my parents' groups that I counsel other parents. Um, in Facebook in general, I write poems to heal people. I write books to make them understand their loved ones are near. If that makes me crazy, so be it. I'm crazy. I'm my bad, as they say, right? <laughs> You're not I'm crazy. Whole. I'm whole. And like you said, you know, um, what you just said, I, I, I you know, I, I don't want to take it out of context, but, um, you know, sometimes we're faced with things in life that brings us to a to the reality of what life's really about. Like, you were, oh, I know, well, you were talking about the flood in Binghamton. Right. Like, okay. that, for me, like, that inspired me to help so many more people because, exactly. I mean, I had, of course, you go through bad things all the time, but when it's a time of a tragedy and you see all mm-hmm. these people, I, I've never felt just so, you know, the not love, helpless. The love, right? Yeah, just you feel like all you want to do is take these people under your wing and protect them yep. and make them happy and take all of their fears away and just, you know, by anything, by doing anything, like singing to a little the girl. There was the a little yang. girl that was, was crying, and I, like, sang her a little song in a corner. Like, those little things mean the most. Like, that is my memory of, mm-hmm. you know, just one little tiny thing. And I'm like, imagine if all of us did one tiny little thing every single day to make someone mm-hmm. smile, to make someone yep. just, ta- you know, taken away from a horrible situation exactly. or having a bad day. The more you promote mm-hmm. positivity, the better the world is. You know, like that's what I yeah, I think honestly that's what we're both in. trying to do. There, right. You know, I, f- I feel like almost God used me as an example to <clears throat> be able to survive all this, the devastation mm-hmm. of – I'm talking in a decade. I mean, it started with my parents dying a year apart. <clears throat> I actually started with my brother-in-law who was 54. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> my brother-in-law who died of pancreatic cancer at 53, 54 years old. My brother-in-law, Harold, my sister that's past husband, got pancreatic cancer. Two years later, my father died. A year, 13 months later, my mother and it was bam, 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 and all the aunts and uncles before, in between, and and the grandparents before, and and the whole, you know, but very significant people in my life that in my 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 immediate circle, I would say, you know, the people I celebrate every Christmas with, every birthday, what have you, my parents, my brother-in-law, my daughter, my sister, my brother, my um, husband and son and father-in-law, all within nine mm-hmm. months. 
three three months after that, my sister in law forty year forty four years. It was like bam, 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 bam. It was almost bam. like the domino How many times more am I gonna get slim? It's like you know, they say yeah. true grief takes about five years, you know, to go through each each year brings a different stage. It's, you begin with the um the shock, the initial shock. You know, the funeral, you get through that, and it's like, then the reality sets in, and then the anger sets in, and then the picking at each other, and uh, um, I, especially, my husband and I were married for a lot of years. We never formally divorced for for our reasons, but we were together 25 years, for the most part. Uh, We were married, what, 40 when he died, something like that, 39, 40 years. We had four children together, two of them sick with cystic fibrosis. It was hell. It was hell for both of us, you know? And, um, but we, as years went on, we became friends. You know, I could never forget him. He was the father of my children. We shared a quarter of a century together from when I was 18 to, what, 41, 42, something like that, 25 years, close to 25 years. You can't forget that. So, we, yeah, we had our bitterness for our breakup. It's, you know, really nobody's business and what have you. It wasn't like he wanted a date, I wanted a date. It was just, it ain't working, you know? It ain't working. And I went through that time, too. I was going through, I call my menopausal breakdown, drank like a fish, did stupid stuff. I own up to it, you know what I mean? And I don't care who I share that with because if it helps somebody else through it, fine. You can turn your life around, you know? I don't have to sit here and get drunk every day or, or sit here and, and have blackouts. And I, there were times I did. I was like, oh, my God, who was she? You know, but I'm honest about it. If it'll help somebody else, you know? So anyhow, um... You can't share that many years with somebody and forget them, you know. So when he died in April of 2010, I mean, I took care of him. I had him and my son, and, and you know, it's not ego. Some people just stuff. It's because I cared. He was the father of my children. What was I going to do? Let him rot? No. And I had him and my son critical at the same time. Two different hospitals in the city, three miles apart, running back and forth, both in ICU. It was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. People look at me and it's like, oh, my God, you lost people. You have no idea what it was in the in-between times. You know, it was horrible, horrible. It was a nightmare. I don't know how I did it. I, I was by the grace of God that I got through it. You know, and it's not, um, like I said, it's not about ego. I just had to do it, you know. So anyhow, but to lose him, my husband, and four months later, my father-in-law, who was living in Florida, I hadn't seen in years, but he was still my kid's grandfather. And my son, another what, four or five months later, within nine months, my two boys, my two living, healthy boys, one in North Carolina and one here with me, lost three generations in nine months. How many people can go through something like that and survive it, you know? But, excuse me, I feel that, um, I don't know, I'm not saying God picked me, that, you know, we, we it's, it's kind of like a war in a way, you know? We go to, people go to war and they come home and it, you're fighting for a cause, you know? That's what I'm doing now. I'm fighting, my cause now is besides helping other children with the illness, because who would know better the illness or what another grieving parent feels would be somebody who's been through it. But to make their lives a little easier, to, to help them through their grief and to help these kids when they're in a semi-good state still, because cystic fibrosis is brutal. It's brutal. And late stage is horrible. Um, but while they're in a semi-good state, to grant them a wish, to Disney World, or to grant them a puppy like we just did, or the what was it with Chad with the cards, Melissa, right? Yeah, Melissa's the cards school, for Chad. How many cards was it again? I mean, uh, we talked to um, his mother, Michelle. I've become friends with her now. 
Um, and he's where? Where's where's he? Arkansas or he's Michigan? I forget. He's in Michigan. Michigan. And yeah, we've reached all over. I'm total, in New York. The total about a couple of days ago was about five thousand seven hundred cards. Wow! Wow! Yeah. I mean, it's things so simple, and it, it comes down to um, helping one another through you know what you go through. You know, um, you know, you can get slammed with stuff, and you can sit there and feel sorry for yourself. And, and believe me, there's times I did. And you know what? I was entitled, and so does every other grieving parent. Have times to feel sorry for yourselves. It hurts like hell. Your whole identity's ripped from you. You know, tonight's show is kind of like a mixed mosh of, you know, the grief and the the signs and what other people think of you and what you deal with and and the good, the bad, the ugly. You know. So it's kind of like uh, we're just improvising tonight, Melissa and I, you know, about different things. And like I said, you're more more than welcome to call in. Um, I just oh, we should get the number right, Melissa. That would help. Yeah. You can reach you reach us on the phone and hear the show as you're talking, or you can Skype us. Uh, we're worldwide, um, you know, and you can get through to us. Or um, and if they didn't know that beforehand, they're not going to know that you can Skype us because they can't hear us. So. <laughs> um, Do you want me to give them the anyhow, number? But, yeah, you got the number? Yes, the number is one three four seven eight three eight nine two zero one, and press option mm-hmm. 1 to talk to us. Yeah, you can call into the show just to listen, but if you hit option 1, I know you're calling in because you want to speak to us. Uh, maybe get a reading. Um, you know, We're not professional, professional. We don't pretend to be, uh, but, but, back up. Let's let them know what's going to happen on Thursday night show starting at 7. I'll yeah. let you take Tell the them floor. Because my throat is getting dry. Is. I'm sorry? Tell them who our special guest is. Yes. We have, and I am going to read it because I don't want to get anything wrong, and I can't believe this. <laughs> I had the famous David Beck. Maybe you don't know him. Chicago's own. Okay? <clears throat> He's going to be co-hosting the show with me and, me and Melissa. Melissa and I. Edit me. Edit me. Okay. On Thursday night, starting at 7 to 9. And if you call in, you will be getting free readings, um, whoever we can get to. And I think we're going to get slammed that night. David is a gifted psychic medium, certified life coach, public and motivational speaker, a radio and TV personality, and a published author. On top of it, he's a choreographer, dance choreographer. And I he actually wrote me. I didn't approach him. He he contacted me last week, and he, he said he would be privileged to be on my show. I almost passed out. I'm the one who's privileged to have David. I know of David. I am was shocked, absolutely shocked, that he asked to be on the show. I am so psyched that I feel like, my goodness, you know, this is, what, our fourth show, Melissa? I think it's our yeah. fourth now. It's January. To have someone of, of his caliber, of his character, to ask and feel privileged to be on my show is like, whoa, I'm amazed, absolutely. And I see we do have another caller coming. I don't know where it's coming, a 619 area code. Um, but anyhow, David will be on the show. If you want to call and speak to him, he is He seems like an amazing person. Like I checked oh out goodness. his website and his Facebook. Yes. He's just he's fun. Yes. He's bubbly. He's happy. He's smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the mm-hmm. whole shebang. So oh, we just definitely lost our listening caller, on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, we just lost our 619. If you want to call back 619, call us back because uh, I'm ready to take calls, you know, not a problem. You know, I'd be very happy to talk to you and, and see what we can do for you and help you with and what have you. But uh, anyhow, he, he's an amazing guy, and um, I didn't know him that well. I, I kind of 
knew you know some some things about him, and I just like it was heaven sent. So I'm hoping it <clears throat> tune in Thursday night because I am so excited about this I could pass out. <laughs> you know, I also um, li- listened in on a radio show today. Um, I hope I say his last name right because he's on my Facebook. We became friends, and when I my book got published, and he's the famous author of Hello from Heaven, uh, Bill, and his ex-wife Judy Guggenheim. Um, I got something from him today that he was on another radio show of a woman named Kim. And Kim's, uh, I think she's in Canada. Um, you know, we do these shows, even though David will be still in Chicago doing the show, we do it, you know, over Skype and phone or what have you. You know, and I actually am doing my show on, on a switchboard from home. Um, this is how we connect. But anyhow, um, he was on Kim's show, and I, it was one of the most amazing radio talk shows I've ever heard. Um, Bill's book is about Hello from Heaven, and it's about 300, 340, I think he said today. Bill said that uh, people, he hadn't, hadn't like had major losses uh, until three years ago. I, I found out today, I was amazed. His daughter had uh, passed and committed suicide three years ago. And but he had he was a uh, from Long Island if I recall originally him and his, his ex-wife Judy uh, was a uh, Wall Street guy he somehow got into this I forgot why well you know it's part of the gift from God that you know he he points us in different directions you know and I was absolutely amazed and it's on my Facebook site so if you want to go to it and hear the whole radio show with him uh, it was amazing and the the other amazing part about connecting with him his book Hello from Heaven has been out since I don't know 90s 80s whatever I can't remember exactly um, that was the first book I picked up okay that was the first book I picked up when um, my daughter died in 2002 and it just kind of turned my head around, you know. I was getting signs, and I felt so not alone after reading it. And so, Bill, Bill and Judy, I want to put a plug in for your book, Hello from Heaven. I'm, I wrote Bill today. I want you on my show, <laughs> please. No, I really do. I would love to have you on the show. Um, he has now experienced the loss of a child as of three years ago, and um, um, like he said on on the show with 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 uh, uh, Kim today or uh, yesterday, I guess. So I I heard the um, <clears throat> the archive. <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, um, you know, three hundred and forty or whatever there is people, different cases of people that have lost kids and whatever, and have had signs. Can't be all crazy, okay? They can't be all wrong. You know, you can sit and say, oh, I'm Peggy Amanisi, oh, she's nuts, you know. There's a, a lot of people. There hasn't been one person in my, very few in, in the parents' groups of thousands of people I belong to that hasn't had signs from their children. So if I'm crazy, so are thousands of others, okay? So, you know, okay, I have a caller, 423, Melissa. I think we're going to take this and see what okay, they can do. Okay, let's take it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to leave you on the air. Hold on. Hello, caller, 423 area code. Hi, how can I help you? Um, I was just calling. I was listening to your show, and the first time I've ever heard you, and saw your book, and I lost a daughter to suicide three years ago. Do I? I'm very, very... Honey, can I get your name? Renee. Just first name. My my daughter's first name? No, 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 your first name. Renee. Renee. Renee? Okay, Renee. Where uh-huh. where are you from, Renee? Where are you from? Tennessee. What state? 
Oh, Tennessee. Nice uh, talking to you. Nice talking to you. So go ahead, proceed. I just like to get the name and get a little feel of what the name is and where you're from. And and you have the floor now. My my co-host is my niece. You've heard, uh, Melissa. We both have you know gifts, um, but we're not. Thursday night is the bomb. Okay, we have the the, the creme of the creme coming on. But go ahead, uh, share your story about your daughter. Well, she. Uh, I guess just had a more troubled life than I realized, and she took her own <clears throat> life in August mm-hmm. of 2010. Um, it's just been, and her her dad, my ex-husband, the father of my children, I heard you talking about being with your ex-husband, and, and I mm-hmm. was too. My ex-husband just died about three weeks ago. Oh, my I'm current so sorry. husband, I guess he couldn't deal with it, and he left. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that happens a lot of times. It happens a lot. Yeah. That's not unusual. But I especially... see lots of rainbows. I'm oh sorry. yeah, you've read my book. <laughs> oh, rainbows no, are a big no. thing with us. I can tell you. Well, yeah, and the rainbows actually. Mhm. Yep. The... Wait till you get that one last hug, like I got. You got to read that part in my book. I... <laughs> yeah. I haven't Have even. Read I the haven't book? got the book. No, but I'm mm-hmm. going to. Yeah, I'm going well, you know to. What, like I, I said, saw your amazing. book. Yeah, the easy, easiest way is to go to um, where I'm bestseller on Amazon for three dollars and three cents. Download it. If you don't have a computer or Kindle, you can you can actually download Kindle. People don't realize to your computer or your iPhone, and you can read it from there for three dollars. You know, oh, it's about two hours of reading. Oh, heck okay. yeah! Just go to Amazon, Google my name, Google the book. You'll see what category I'm in. I'm um, I lost my two at 28 and 22 to cystic fibrosis. Um, but the bottom line, suicide, uh, drug overdose, I also lost my 28-year-old nephew a year ago, two weeks before Christmas, to a drug overdose. And um, so we've lost three kids in the 20s in this family very close. And uh, it doesn't, you know, like I said to my niece, it doesn't matter whether it's a drug overdose or cystic fibrosis. Yes, cystic fibrosis, I saw a lot of pain. But, you know, there's pain with every death, you know, whether it's emotional, Mm -hmm. mental. I'm not pretending to be a psychologist. I had a nursing business for many, many years. You know, that's what I did for a living before my MS really got got the best of me. I have MS, multiple sclerosis, on top of my children having CF, so I'm a survivor. But um, the bottom line is the death is death. It's the finale, you know, losing a child. So share some of your stories, if you don't mind, about your – what's your daughter's name? Her name was Kristen. Kristen? Okay, tell us about Kristen. Mm-hmm. Do you mind talking she about was, her? Or? No, I don't, no, I don't mind talking about her. Sometimes I get emotional, okay. sometimes I don't. But oh, Renee, uh, whatever, you know what? We're, we're just laid back, sweetheart, here, and you say whatever you want to say. There's not going to be any judging you, or if you feel like you've got to stop – you, you stop, just let it all out, because this is one of the things my show is about, because so many people just t- walked away from me, and it's like, shut up, I don't want to hear you anymore. I mean, you just look at their face and see it, so bear your soul if you want, honey. Go ahead. Yeah, I've had that ex- same experience with people. They don't want oh, to hear yeah. you talk about it. But yep, she yep. was um, apparently had a very uh, troubled life. Mm-hmm. You know, she was, she had, her fiancé died in 2008 from cancer. Oh, um, the girl that her, her girlfriend that was helping her get through it, uh, you know, her best friend, she was running around, they, you know, running out, running around with, hanging out with, uh, died in a car crash a year after Andy passed away from cancer. Really? And so that, yeah, yeah, 2008. Did she lost her, her friend? Did her friend pass away? Her friend passed away. Yeah. Kristen, Kristen, right? Oh my God. 
Yep, her yeah. her fiance Andy Andy died in 2008, and then her best girlfriend died in 2009. It was just barely. It was a year and two weeks apart. And Gosh. and then and then 2010, I, I remember her saying to me, "I wonder mm-hmm. who's going to die this year." Right, and I know we it get was like her. That. She took her own life. Oh my goodness! And she I'm hung so, herself. So oh gosh, I am so yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've I, had I, a I, hard, hard time with that. I'm so you sorry. know what, um, Renee? I, I want to give you a little advice, if, if you don't mind tonight. I was just okay. talking about uh, "Hello from Heaven," the book, and Bill Guggenheim and his wife Judy. He, the radio show I posted on my Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Yes. Okay, if you want to friend me, I'm under Peggy. I have a lot of sites, but my main site is Peggy S M I M M N E C A N E S I. Friend me if you want. I'll send you the link to the radio show that Bill, uh, the author of uh, the co-author of Hello from Heaven, his daughter also committed suicide, and there was which was I've had that happen to me. Um, My boyfriend before my husband of many years committed suicide also. So that kind of got me to, to my husband. So I, I've been there. I've been there with a boyfriend, not a child. But um, to make a long story short, um, I was very touched by that show today because there's so many people, and we were talking somewhat, of, you know, about Christianity and feelings of, oh my God, is my kid in hell and blah 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 blah. Yeah, so you hear Listen, that, you especially know here in the South. Oh, well, let me tell you something. I live in New York. It ain't no better. And I don't mean in the city. Oh, okay. I live in the suburbs. It ain't no better. Even it, whether it be suicide or my kid's illness, I got, well, you knew you could have others with it. And Like, shut up. You know what? We're all going to die someday. We're all here for a reason. I didn't want my kids to suffer, but we're all here for a purpose, you know? And when our right, time is right. up, uh, you know? So this is the way I look at it. I, I just tune people out. It's like, go go with your life, you know? Find, find your life, you know? I'm not trying to be bitter. It's just like I, I you get disgusted after a while, and, and, and mm-hmm. uh, at least I'm taking, you know, my – here we go again. My lemon's turning it into lemonade in sort of sense, <laughs> you know? That's what I call it. But I'm going to send you the link to that show. That radio show, um, just like mine, there's archives. Um, you can you can listen to. Uh, I'm one, I'm new at this. This is my fourth show. I've been on radio before, previous with work. I've been on Regis Filmin and Kathy Lee years ago, with my work. You know, I'm not a like superstar here, but because of my work. And um, but anyhow, I want you to hear that show, and I think you're going to find comfort in that show. If, if, if you know, I think you will, because I I have a feeling you're 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 saying what did I do wrong? Am I right? What, yeah, what, well, yeah, what, always. What could I've done to What could I've done to prevent that? So you're not just suffering the anguish of the loss of a child. Each one of us is different, and like I said, I'm not trying to be a psychologist, but I'm not stupid. Um, you're feeling anguish and you're feeling guilt. We all feel guilty. My kids with cystic fibrosis, even to this day, I just. Sunday was three years that my son passed. I, I had a hell of a day. I cried. I oh, played yeah. music on oh. Facebook. People said, "Oh God, here she goes, she's breaking again." Well, too bad. You know what? If, if I'm not popping pills. I'm not sitting in a shrink's office. If that's the way I vent to let it out, I'm human. I'm doing it. If you don't like it, get off my Facebook, okay? If you don't like it, just right. go to the bad cells. <laughs> go to your Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying to everybody Sunday. Go, get the hell out of here. Go to, I'm real. I mean, you can hear it by the way I talk. I'm real. I'm honest. I don't give a damn what I say. <laughs> you know, I don't try to intentionally hurt anybody. I want to help people. And that's what my show is about, my books are about, my life's about. Okay? And I really want you, I feel that maybe I listened to that show today to help you. Because there's no coincidence. Okay? 
I don't believe in coincidence. Right. You know, if you right. do, fine. I don't take that away. Whatever religious belief, whether you don't, I'm not here to judge. You know, that's why I didn't like other Christians trying to judge me because there's one judge, man. You know, there's just one judge. Right. And a true Christian right. doesn't judge another Christian, you know, for whatever they believe. I agree. <laughs> so that's where I'm at, and that's the point. And I'm not going to bash anybody because I could have brought names up here, and I ain't doing it. You know, and they're probably listening. They're, pro- You know, if they want to call in and bash me, go ahead. Knock yourself out. I don't care. Have a great day, you know. But I feel like uh, maybe I heard that show today. <laughs> Have you ever heard any, a talk show more real than this? <laughs> no. We're the unplugged version. Uh-huh. No, but I'm saying it with We're a like smile. We're like the unplugged version of Blog TV. Yeah. Oh, don't even go there. We won't even talk about the unplugged version. No. There's, maybe down the road I'll give a funny story on my show. I forget about I'm not even going to talk about it tonight. <laughs> but anyhow. Um I'm gonna send you that link if you you know if you want to be my friend whatever but I I, I, I you have you to friend me. Request. Oh, you I did? Oh, it. Great. Yeah, I did it while we were. T- I'm looking at the computer and being on. Okay, they so found my main page, and I'll send you some of my other pages, some of the other stuff, my poetry that my I call it my healing poetry. It's actually my next book going out. It's um, my tell off poems to other people. <laughs> I've been, I've been for not only me but other people because everybody says, "Oh God!" Every time I put a poll up on Facebook, it's like, "Oh, here she goes. She's going nuts again." No, it's because oh. maybe I talked to, talked to somebody that day that I felt the feelings, and that's why I write. I've gotten up in the middle of the night. Not, I'm not bipolar or anything. So some people would beg to differ, maybe, but I'm not. Um, but in the middle of the night, it's inspiration, and just start writing. You know, that's that's heaven sent. That's heaven sent. There's a reason I do that, that I do, receive. Actually. Do you really? Oh, fantastic. Have you got any yeah, poems? Yeah, all right. Was oh, your daughter I got some on my... Yes, she was. Yeah, did she have... Well, you know what? Did she have a lot Mel- of journals? Melissa? A lot of what? A lot of journals? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That just came okay. to me. Okay, like, guess what? Guess saying, what, Renee? You you're right getting a reading. popped in my head. <laughs> you're getting a reading right now, whether you like it or not, girlfriend. Go. Do you mind? Oh, it? I want it. No, I do. I want. No, I'm not. Okay. I would love for for that to happen. Um, okay. Also, okay. I don't know Sit back, girl. Means, but I keep seeing a teddy bear, like a teddy bear connection to something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If maybe when she was a kid, she had a favorite teddy bear or something. But a teddy bear keeps popping up, and I keep seeing like composition notebooks, like the journals, like she's writing, like she was writing out her feelings and trying to kind of like vent the anger of losing so many people that she loved. Mm-hmm. And I just picked up about, I don't know how many journals from her dad's house uh, Sunday. Uh, you go, girl. Sunday, I, I did, and I haven't read them mm-hmm. completely. I feel I like you're going to find one. comfort in reading them. I feel like there's some something that you didn't know about her that you're going to find in that journal. Okay. I, yeah. I read one page that told me I had to put it down when I started reading the page because she was talking about um, – how sad she was and how depressed and how how horrible All right, I got to intervene. Who's Linda? Who, who's, who, who's Linda? I don't know. Who's, I can't. You don't know Linda. Linda? Do you have a friend friend named Linda? I don't know. With somebody named did. Linda? Okay. Look at uh, those journals. I'm I'm seeing Linda. I'm you seeing know, Jenna or Gina. That's what I'm seeing. Jenna or Gina? Yeah. Jenna or Gina. Yeah, she had out. a, a uh, she has a sister named Jennifer. Okay, maybe uh, that's what it is. And her best friend that died was Jesse. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's a definite, like, <laughs> J connection going on. I see it, like, almost like it's written inside of her journals. Like, I see her writing her journals, 
and just trying to, you know, kind of piece together who she is. And I feel like she shares a part in those journals that nobody else really knows because that's our personal private thoughts. But I feel like those journals are going to give you some comfort. So I feel like they're really important that you read them as soon as you can. I know. It's just so hard. I've read two that I I think right after she passed away, they, they were given to me probably within a few days of her death, and I read them, and in there I found where she was saying, if I die... Mm-hmm. I want you to do this and this. And I was mm-hmm. late, and I felt guilty. Okay, no. I didn't play that song, and I didn't do this. No, she don't want you guilty. She doesn't want you guilty. No, no, well, no that's you didn't right. tell her before, though. This is why she you pulled it. Like mm-hmm. okay, she had another sister. Okay, don't say her name. Melissa. Wait, wait. You oh, want to hear something sorry. really weird? Melissa's what? sister is also a Jessica. My name right? is, My sister's name is Jessica, too, yeah. Ah, yeah. well, Jessica yeah. is the one who found Kristen. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, and she's had a real hard time. That's traumatizing. Real... I know. You know what Renee it is, right, Renee? Yeah, right. her name's Renee. Okay, Renee, have her, well, if you, you know, if you download my book, have her read about the signs and how things happen. I mean, you don't have to do it. I'm not here to, yeah, I am here to plug my book, but it's not important. It's only, I Believe me, we don't make a lot of money in books. <laughs> the publisher makes the money, you know. I get like a dollar a copy for Kindle or my books that are selling for 30-something, you know. So it's not about the money. It's about the message, okay. But I think Hello from Heaven, the the site I'm going to send you, uh, and I want you to hear that radio show. I heard that today. Something just made me go to that. It was just drawing me in for you because Bill, the writer of the book, did lose a daughter to suicide. And I think that was a message from Kristen. Kristen, I think it was a message saying, please let my mom hear that show to give her some peace and to let your other daughter, Jessica, hear that show. Okay? I'm not, I have no relation well, to that show. It's, you know, I'm not getting any money even with this one. You know, this is done. Yeah. This is all done right now for um, to help other people. Okay, you know, people think I'm this big millionaire, oh, bestseller. <laughs> Believe me, I ain't got a pot to pee in his <laughs> You know, but it doesn't matter. Well, it's all no. good. It's a, now, like I said, people can think whatever the hell they want. I don't care anymore. You know, uh, um, it's all about the work. Right, and I've had so many things happen, and I felt like so strongly that it was Kristen, regardless of what other people say, well, she's either in heaven or she's dead, she's not going to be there. And I'm like, I said, I believe God lets them do things. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's he just, forgives. Well, that's that's why you need to hear this. You've know? you got to hear that show. I'm telling yeah. you, that'll explain to you where your daughter is. Because Bill's daughter, if I recall today, came, and there was an explanation of what happens with people that commit suicide. You know, they're not in the fury of hell, as some people think. No, know? no, I think she's in heaven because she was. She is. She was depressed. I mean, she was sad. Yeah. And it's a was, sickness. I, I tell actually, people it's like I, cancer. Yeah. Yeah. That's I just what got I, out of a relationship, um, what, seven months ago. Um, he had alcohol issues, and he did something really bad. But I forgive him because when people suffer mental problems, it's kind of like people can't help getting cancer or what my children have cystic fibrosis and people that have I have a, a nephew right now that's severely bipolar um, they can't help you have to forgive it because it's an illness you can't we don't pick and choose what we're going to have 
I didn't pick to have MS either. You know what I'm saying? I got it. I deal with it. Sometimes I don't walk. Sometimes I do walk. Some, you know what? You just go with it, you know? You don't pick and choose what you right. get in life. It's what you do in between. Some people, their journey is over, and I think um, Kristen's journey was complete to bring you to another level um, of uh, belief. Um Though as much as we want our kids here, and I believe that with my own kids, her journey was over. I've seen how many people they touched, you know, and I have a feeling she touched a lot of lives too. She was a very kind girl, wasn't she? She was a what? Kind, very open, oh, yeah. like she an was open very, heart. Oh, big yeah, I'm feeling her. All the I feel her. She, <laughs> yeah, she gave more than what she got back, and she she would get angry at times, that like, why do I do so much for everybody else? But yet she couldn't and stop doing it. Back. Right? Yeah. yeah. Was that her personality? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. What, I'm, that's I mean, what I'm feeling with her. She'd be the one she, to give her last $3 to a guy that walks up. And yeah, she's around money. me right now. I'm, I'm feeling her. I'm feeling yeah, her. Yeah, I, like, I feel like you as her mother, though, you were her strength. Like, when she had a bad day and she was, you know, depressed, and you were always the one that she could go to and the one that you could always depend on, you know, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know. There were issues. Had you. No, there, were, there was also issues between you. You kind of locked horns at times, too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, both. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, but she would come Don't and feel tell guilty me how about it. Felt. We all do. We, we yeah. all do it. It's as parents. normal. We're all it's relationships. Don't you feel. Know? Don't feel guilty about it. She wants you to know. Do not, mom. Please don't feel guilty. It it, it happens. You know, stop. I could say the word, and I normally would, but it happens. Yeah. You know? It's forgiven. But you one know? thing, I don't know if you can ask her or if you can communicate with her about. But one they thing, they tell us really what we want to hear. Know. Okay. Okay. Well. I was worried about her hanging herself. I heard from someone that you live for like six minutes hanging there, and it's a mm-hmm. uh, just really bad. And I just mm-hmm. don't want to. I think about it too much. I don't, don't want her to know. To I, I get. I didn't want her to suffer. Yeah, I mean, she lived <clears throat> no, but, seventeen no. hours. Believe it or not, after she hung herself, she didn't die on life support. There. Was she, she on was life still support? Still alive. Yes, she, she was, was on life support. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I, I feel like I, saw the I feel like that whole six minute thing though. I feel like she was like she was gone like in knocked. her mind. I feel yeah, like from the instant that she, she did out. it, like she was done. Yeah. Like I, that's just the feeling. The second that you said that, I got that instinct yeah. of like it was done. Like within one second, it was like done. She didn't feel pain. It was too quick. Mm-hmm. And even though you yeah. know, like you said, she was on life support. Like her body was there, but her mind was not there. Mm-hmm. You know, like she was yeah. not feeling anything at that point. But she was she was she in a cult. Yeah, she they always could say, let me explain something to her right. Melissa. Um from a from a a, a human point. When mm-hmm. my son the last week of his life was in a coma and I was told by the doctors he can't hear you or he can't see you or and the eyes would sometimes open up and whatever and close again and it was horrible. Yeah, but well, hearing the every last time every time I went to walk out of that room, the ICU mm-hmm. room, he'd start to whine. I said to the doctors, who the hell are you kidding? I said, tell me he doesn't know I'm there. He couldn't communicate. He couldn't open his eyes to see me. He knew when, and it was explained to me by another medium, uh, the one I go to, that they're more conscious of what's going on when they're in, the, in a coma, okay, mm-hmm. than they are because they're between both worlds, you know. They could, right. They're out of their body, but they're still here. They're still here in, 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 the, in the human world. So she saw everything that was going on. You know? Yeah. But she was not yeah. in pain. She was not in pain. She wasn't in pain. Right. She wasn't hurting. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 
Well, no, that's no, what she's... that's what I thought because her um, in her comatose state, she her eyes were fixed; they never changed. Mm-hmm. Her expression right. never. Changed. But I talked to her. I talked to her. Give green eyes. Her, you know, green eyes. Yeah, her eyes were greenish hazel. Okay, and they changed. They changed color. I yeah, I just saw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had beautiful eyes. Yeah, she was a very pretty girl. Well, I have green eyes too. You'll see on my face. You'll see on my face when you look. She was. Oh, I will. I'm very personal, personable with um, people on my Facebook. You know, I do look at the pictures. I do. You know. I care about the people there. You know, I don't just sit there and check off, yeah, I like this, I like that. Some people do that, but I don't do that. You know, I'm not being nosy, but yeah. I like to know the people, you know. And, right. uh, yeah, right. I, saw, I saw her green eyes, because I'm green eyed too, and mine changed, and I saw that. Mm-hmm. I saw that with her. You know, I could have said mm-hmm. they were brown, but I saw green. I'm not as good as yeah. my niece will beg to differ. She's good. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> She's good. What, I mean, she saw the journals. I saw her, yeah. you know. I uh, what else journal. do you feel about her, Melissa? What are, what are you saying else? What, what, what do you think message she wants to get to her mom? Just that she loves her and that what she did was, I feel like it wasn't her. It was the depression taking over. Like, it was like she didn't have control over it, you know. Like, it was telling her to do it, and she felt like there was nothing left, you know, for her. But now that mm-hmm. she's in heaven and looking down and, like, seeing everything and everyone, it's like she's finally at peace. Like, she's... You know, she's she doesn't have depression anymore. She's happy. She's at ease. But you know, she misses you, of course. Like she misses the world and life and and everything. But she just she's different. You know what I mean? Like she's just peaceful and happy. You know? Okay. Good. Good. I wanted her to like be happy in that peace. Yeah, I feel like she's in a big field of flowers, just like by a waterfall, just by this like peaceful paradise and. And you know, she's yeah, not. You know, it's funny you should know. say that. I'm, I'm seeing her. Was she like a free spirit, like like back at when I was a child in the '70s? Was yes. she was she like yes. a hippie? Yeah, yes. like hippie. Yes. I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing her like. I'm seeing her like with the love beads and the and the yeah. and the, and the yeah. flower yeah. dresses. Yeah, hair or something, and like yeah, I see that too. Like oh yeah, yeah. long dark hair. She, yeah, she um she wore hippies clothes and she started Thank you. It, actually. I, I, I think she <laughs> brought so the hippies back. You know, she well, I guess she I am good. <laughs> had Jim Morrison and the Doors hanging all over her room. That's Aww. what. It's uh, funny you should say that. That's what I was seeing. I said she was a hippie. <laughs> yeah, she was a hippie. And, and at her yeah. funeral, I said I told everybody I said you know. Kristen, we all talked about Kristen being a free spirit, and she got in trouble for not wearing uh-huh. shoes at school, and <laughs> a rebellious girl, you know. And then she would, um, at, at her funeral, I said, y'all just wear your hippie clothes. Yeah. Well, isn't, that funny I picked hippie. That, isn't, that, isn't that funny I just picked that up? <laughs> yes, it is, because when you said it, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, free spirit hippie, you got it. And she was, Yeah, yeah she she's was talking like, about the flowers, but I'm seeing her as a flower child. I'm seeing her as, yeah, like, yeah. like uh, hate Ashbury, hair, you know. You know Hanging out with uh, John and Oko type of deal, you know? Did she, yeah. Did she, oh, let me ask you a question. Of, like, did in she, the movie Forrest Gump, like Jenny, like the Jenny character, she kind of reminds uh-huh. me of that, you know? She, like, dressed, like, all hippie-ish. Wow. That's her. This is yeah. awesome. Okay, my, my other listeners, you think we're making this stuff up? This lady's from, where are you from again? Tennessee. 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 Yeah, I don't know this lady from Adam. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing her daughter <laughs> being a hippie. You know what I mean? So yes, she was. doubt me now. Doubt me now. <laughs> yeah. No doubt yeah. it's loud. Yeah, yeah everybody no, it's, talks it's about her free spirit. 
Yeah, I saw the free spirit and I saw the hippie. I'm seeing like, I'm seeing like instant karma's gonna get you. I'm I'm hearing Lennon. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm hearing the Beatles. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing like hearing, his piece of champs you know, and like Beatles songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too, me too. See, that's what she wanted at her because... at her funeral. She wanted me to play uh, "Wild Horses" by the Rolling Stones. That's that was one of my in her favorite journal. songs. I love that song. That's... Oh my god! But I didn't do it. I didn't do it, and I felt so horrible. Renee, so Howard, that, was all over 30, like, that was in a movie was called your daughter, 31, Fear, and I heard 32? that song, and I loved it. It's she, so was good. she was twenty-two. She was twenty-two. I'm saying two. Twenty-two. Oh, yeah. twenty. Her uh, connection, Melissa, twenty-two, two-two. Yeah, two, my two. son died. My son died on two-two. He died at nine twenty-two. Connection, mm-hmm. connection. My son's connecting her mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, two 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 is a very big connection. If you read my books, you'll my especially my next one. I've got I have three more books coming out. If I ever get a chance oh, to do radio shows and fundraisers and somebody shoot me, I've got a woman in Iceland. Like, when is that book coming? I'm like, when I'm done. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you can't wait. Really you know what I mean? Like, you know what? Let me let me explain something, Melissa. I just had I was supposed to um, I had this big event over the weekend fundraiser for my son's anniversary day turned into part of it was a horror show but I won't go into it on radio um, but anyhow um, what happened was uh, um, I was going to have his book ready by then and something stopped me well the thing I did in November would have been his 25th birthday I did a fundraiser I do for the, the sick kids in the hospital and um, one of the kids that attended his show died uh, the next month. He got into a car accident. He, I didn't really know him. My son had hundreds of friends, okay? To make a long story short, he um, – here I go again. <laughs> Basically, Melissa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little joke. But, You're going to make um, you crack up on my <laughs> the phone. <laughs> I know, I know. No more, no more. But anyhow, I um, – um, there's something stopped me from writing that book. Well, this kid that I really didn't know, I just actually ended up connecting with his mother yesterday. This kid was haunting the hell out of me for a month, from the time he went into the coma till he died. And I figured out why everything was going. I thought it was my kids because the holidays were coming and they were coming to haunt the hell out of me. No, I don't. I shouldn't even call haunting. Come to be around me, and they were jokesters. My light, I have a touch lamp, kept going on and off. My cat was acting weird. My TV was going on and off. And by the way, I have to tell you something. Your daughter's here with me right now because when you got on the phone, my TV was part of the problem when this other kid died. has not shut off. And when you got on the phone, my TV shut off by itself. So she's here with me right now. She's I'm trying to tell you, you cannot watch TV. This is too important. You need to talk to our mom. I'm not watching that's, TV. That's I just the want message. to see the weather. We're getting mad snow here. I'm just telling you. <laughs> this is too yeah, important for TV. No. Well, she's here. She turned my TV off. Damn her. <laughs> no, not damn her. You know, my TV's off again. Okay, so if this is what these kids are going to keep doing to me, I ain't doing this stuff anymore because I want to watch that TV. Okay. Knock it off. So I have more stories to go in my son's book, okay? So I just want you to feel confident and, and at peace. She's around you. We've connected. I'm going to send you that. Well, yeah. um, actually, you know, share a couple of stories. We have, uh, what do we have? I'm trying to see the time we have left here. We have a half an hour, a little over half mm-hmm. an hour. You want to share a couple of the stories of signs? Me? Yep. No, um, um, uh, Renee. Oh, yeah. share a couple of stories about what? Yeah, you saw about the rainbows and the whatever. What, oh, yeah, the what rainbows. Made you feel oh, about that. Oh, no, let, yeah, let her those are, show there's some really neat stories. Um, well, far away. The day she died, the day she mm-hmm. died, um, when they were 
I left, but they were shoveling the dirt on her, and a bunch of people saw. After the last shovel of dirt went on, a huge rainbow come across the sky. So uh-huh, it that stormed that day. Yeah, it stormed that day. And then mm-hmm. a month later, exactly, on the 11th of September, because it was August 11th she died, her sister and I, Jessica, were sitting out on the porch talking about her. And mm-hmm. the, Jessica, it started storming, just like it did during Kristen's funeral. It, the power went mm-hmm. out during the funeral. It was off right. and on. And I think it was because the songs I played, I didn't play Rolling Stones. I Did you play Amazing Grace? I'm feeling Amazing Grace. No, somewhere. I didn't. Was it something played, said about it? Was something said uh, about Amazing Grace? Possibly. <laughs> God's Amazing Grace. <laughs> you know, maybe, yeah. I don't know, but I, that song, no, we didn't sing that, but uh, I sang, they sang If I Die Young, and that's the song the power oh, started going on. Oh, that is, yeah, that is an amazing song. Like, I used to sing that when my cousins passed away, too. Yeah. Uh, by yeah, the way, that, Melissa, that Melissa, Melissa tried out for what was it? Not American Idol, right? Yeah, American Idol and X American Factor. American Idol and X Factor. She, she actually went out to Cali to to be on it. She sings, Aww. and her sister also is yeah, an actress. Yeah, I love to and, sing, and that's one of my favorite yeah. songs. If I Die Young, it's very cute. Wow. Oh, well, she. Wow. We know music. Playing the power went out, and and then anyway, on September 11th, uh, Jessica and I were talking about her, and it started storming. Jessica ran to her car to turn off the. Um, to roll up the windows, and the song If I Die Young was playing. Jessica ran mm-hmm. back to the porch freaking out. Mom, it was playing that song, and she hurried up and got it read on my, her iPhone. And it's, Renee, read my book about, read my book, because I have about the song of my daughter, What Happened. It's going to amaze you. And it was the poem, the name of the poem I wrote the night she died. you got to read it. You, you know what? You need to read my I'm book, too. To. I ain't trying to sell it for, for three bucks, three dollars <laughs> and three cents. Get it. Oh, I will. You know? I will. But, but as soon as Jessica said that, Another rainbow appeared right next to the front porch. That and happened to me. Every time we, thing. It is because yeah. it was an, a vertical. It was up upright. You know. Well, I want to tell you too. I went. I went to a concert at Woodstock, and the same exact uh-huh. thing happened. I went to see. I think it was America or one of those other bands, and I had never been to Woodstock before in my entire life. And a huge rainbow filled the sky from like the one side of the stage to the other side of the stage. And it's just wow. that rainbow story that you're telling me reminds me so much of when I went to Woodstock. So well, maybe really she was well, I'll tell you, the other <laughs> maybe she thing was, with maybe my, she was my, my rainbow. Well, you know what? My, my rainbow connection was my sister passed um, in, in um, May of 2006. And I immediately, after she passed, went up to her house with her, one of her, her only daughter and her, um, who happened to have lost her son last year to, to, to the drug overdose. And um, her, one of her sons, the other was in Pennsylvania, and my niece's husband. And I'm sitting there, you know, they made the prearrangements because we knew she was going to pass. But to comfort them, like, where do we go from here? And I started talking about the signs for my daughter to comfort them, you know. And my niece, the phone rang. And this is where I got the rainbow part of my book because it was supposed to be just be one last hug because that was a powerful story. My daughter yeah. had actually channeled somebody to hug me um, more than once. But mm. um, anyhow, my niece was standing by my sister's deck. It was the weirdest thing. Somebody had called a relative of ours, and she's on the phone, and I'm talking about the signs, and we're playing Ricky Van Shelton, who my sister was the head of his fan club, <laughs> and actually met him in person and went to his trailer, not for anything bad, not, no dirty stuff, but anyhow, she loved him. PG radio. So I'm playing, I'm playing his music, and I'm talking about the signs, and my niece goes to me, and she's like taking a deep breath. She goes, Aunt Peg, come here. There was a 
double rainbow. It wasn't raining or anything. Went over her deck. I got chills when I, I chills are touches of the angel. If you, if you ever get chills talking about your daughter, that's a touch. Uh, of, that's yeah. a touch of an angel. Or you feel like cold, yeah. like a coldness around you. Uh, I feel sometimes like something just went straight through me. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Like when her yeah. dad died. Her dad. I was holding his hand and I was, you know, crying of course. And then his sister was mm-hmm. next to me, and on the other side was my daughter and one of her friends. Jessica couldn't mm-hmm. handle it less. But anyway, right as he was about to take his taking his last breath, this mm-hmm. really warm, strong feeling just felt like it went through me. And only two yeah. of us felt it. The only two yeah. of us felt it, and that was me and his sister, which it was on the side we were on. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I thought that I thought that's really weird. It must have been Kristen coming to get him, because I, I, yeah. I believe she she was there when he died. She was very close to her dad. He was a hippie too. Yeah. <laughs> was he? All of us were kind of hippies. I was seeing. I was. I was seeing the surrounding of. I really was seeing the. I mean, come on. What is the chance of me telling? Was she a hippie? I mean, she, how, she was yeah. young. Why would she be a hippie? Right. I'm seeing. Right. You know what I was seeing, and it's not that we. Some people do see. I mean, I actually have seen my son. So my daughter once, right after she died, and I kind of passed it off like, now this ain't happening, you know. I've actually seen my son. Other people have seen him. It just happened last week to my daughter-in-law in Carolina, who never believed in any of this stuff, you know. But um, they just do some crazy stuff, man. <laughs> they really do. But I, I was actually visioning, you know, getting a vision of her. When Melissa said the flowers, I'm seeing her dancing like That's like the hate Ashbury. You know, it's like mm-hmm. dancing in the flowers, like you know, give peace a chance. That's what I'm right. saying. Give peace a chance. <laughs> oh, That's what I just I'm got the chills That's... real big time. Yeah, I'm telling you, that looks like her. She has like beads and like you know, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because she at her funeral, it started. It was yeah. pouring down rain, and everybody yeah. said they were all these young. She had we had like seven hundred people come to her funeral. Yeah, she was very loved and didn't realize it, you know. But yeah. they, it was raining, and they were just sitting out. Some of these youngsters were just sitting out in the rain, and they and mm-hmm. they were asked, "You want under the umbrella?" And they were like, "No." She always wanted me to dance in the rain, so I guess. Yeah, yeah, I started this dancing. This is how I'm going to be in the rain. <laughs> yeah, but why not? You know it's like freeing, came. you know. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like sure. I said, I, I was saying give give peace a chance. She she wanted peace. She wanted everybody to be happy. She would give her shirt over her mm-hmm. back, and and you know I saw that. So she's she's around you. She's around yeah, you. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah, you know, I can't even believe lot. that we're doing this because I keep questioning myself with this ability I've had since I've had it for 51 years. You know, I've scared my yeah. life of it. You know. Lately, right. I'm walking up to people like the famous Teresa Caputo. Maybe I shouldn't mention it, but people are like, oh, she's going to sue you. No, I love but her. She is awesome. But, <laughs> but I have – Melissa, will, I shared on my – I think it was my last show of the show before that I ended up walking up to some girl out of the blue. It turned out she ended up – she worked with Melissa. She's another teacher. Out of the blue, I just read this girl for no reason. I did a Teresa Caputo on her. I'm like, holy crap, where is this coming from? You know? <laughs> well, I'm glad it's is, there. Well, you know what? It's a gift. It's a gift. It's not the devil. It is. I mean, I'm sure he, 
It is a devil? Oh, thanks. No, 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 but because no, they no. say, you know, you go to hell for suicide, you this ain't right, like mediums and well, let me psychics, tell you, so I, and fortune teller. I, I grew up, my dad worked for the Episcopal Church. My mother, my grandmother on my mother's side was the organist for the Methodist Church. You ain't going to get any more religion than I've got down, jammed down my throat, believe me. And, or, <laughs> I'm sure. You know, I'm, trust it's me, I got raised, it from raised, You know, religiously. I, I was raised, and then, and then yeah. we'd go home from church, and then they'd have Oral Roberts on and Billy Graham. It's like, I'm uh-huh. enough already. Can uh-huh. we, can we, or Lawrence Welk. I don't know where the hell he came into it. <laughs> Little oh, joke. I remember that too. Not true. true. You know, I just, you know, I needed, I needed the bubble guy. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. anyhow, I'm picturing the chicken dance. Did she ever? Okay, all oh, that's what I'm saying. Did somebody in your family ever do the chicken dance? My family. You know the chicken dance? Like yeah, at a wedding or in, something. It's a chicken dance. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, I forget how it goes. I'm hearing that. The chicken dance. I have no idea. Was somebody in your family Okay, was somebody in your family big into Lawrence Welk? The Lawrence Welk. Oh my gosh! Well, I remember watching it. My aunt Clarice's house, and I was, and my mom and dad watched it. Oh. Who played the accordion? Who played the accordion in your family? Uh, I don't think we had anyone that played an accordion. Well, six months I down the line. I played a clarinet. <laughs> okay, six months down the line, you're going to realize somebody played the accordion because I've done that too. I've gone Probably to so. my medium, <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap! I mean, like, what, what are you talking about? I mean, she she did a reading on me where she's going, your father's here and he's calling you Pokey nickname. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I go home and I'm like, oh my god. I realized my father, he, I was a slowpoke as a kid, and he used to always say to me, come on, po- oh, come on, slowpoke. I'm like, come on, pokey. She picked mm. this up. I'm like, where the hell is it coming from? And I'm like, oh, my God, he did call me pokey. I didn't, it didn't register, you know. So six months down right. the line, I tell people, write down what we tell you because it may not hit you. Like, I've been picking up George every session that I've done here. Who the hell is this George guy? He's driving me crazy. I don't know who he is, but I don't know. There's a George somewhere. <laughs> you have a George? I don't know. Do you have a George? I, I, <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. No Georges. Okay. That We're going to get that George right guy. Well, he, he's just yeah, probably my uh, spirit sure. guide or whatever. I don't know. He's driving me nuts, whoever the hell he is. I don't know who he is either. <laughs> So anyhow, we do this with a sense of humor, but with our hearts, and uh, we're not yeah. um, anti-Christ. We just want to help we're people. Not, and, yeah. Yeah, in the light, and we do pray. We pray before each show, and you know, we we really? actually I think we're going to just start doing it on the air. We pray for the light. Yeah. We don't want any demons around. We don't want that either. You know, I don't want that. No. I've had a couple of people Crazy. call me that had circumstances, and I'm like, you need to call a priest. Don't be calling me. I don't want to know nothing Ooh. about this. Sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a priest. We only give the No. <laughs> No, I am not that a priest. That would scare me, I too. Yeah, I had someone recently a week ago call me, can you come to my house, can you sage? I'm like, okay, enough. <laughs> you know, you need to call your priest if this has happened. And this happened to me twice with people around me. And I don't want to hear about it. I, I really, because that, that, that's not, 
even this is out of my league. I, I don't know why it's happening. I think it's a gift from God. But um, uh-huh. you got dark entities. Get the hell away from me. I don't want to know nothing. I, I don't want nothing coming to me. I'm not professional doing I'm not a priest, you know. There are right, dark enemies. Right. I mean if you if you are a Christian you know there's we're living in a very evil world and uh Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I don't I don't want no dark energy around me and I don't want it around you so you call your priest and do an exorcism or whatever you do. Because I don't want to know about it. I think I ain't taking nothing home with me. I got enough problems, you know. That's why I laugh I'm like these people it's gonna get better. Oh, listen, I have another call coming in. Do you want to stay on the line, Renee, uh, with us? I got another call coming. Oh, I can hang up and and listen on the radio. You don't while have you, to. While you it's talk. up to you. Would you rather listen? You can hang up with well, us. I'll, I'll, hang. Well, I can stay then. I'll stay. Okay, hang on, girlfriend. Okay, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Hello? 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 I'm just listening. Yes. Who's this? It's Charity. Oh, Hi. hey, Charity. How are you? Charity's another I'm friend good. of mine. I worked for her her grandparents. Charity also has abilities. Um, how you doing there? How, first of all, personal, how's your son? He's okay. He's sleeping. He's hanging in. Okay. Okay, we'll talk privately about that. But what do you think? What, how are you feeling about the show? Oh, my God, I love it. I was listening on the ice, the, whatever that's called, the... I don't know what this is. Kindle? iPhone? Oh, Kindle, yeah. And now I'm Kindle. doing some of my chores. So I said, oh, let me call in and let me listen. I love listening. Are you getting any feelings <laughs> about uh, Renee's daughter, Kristen? Or what are you feeling? Carrie's well, also I don't know very where, good. I, when you were talking about that other person, I kept hearing a William, but I don't know who that was for. I've been all over uh, the William's place back? William's back? That damn William. <laughs> we don't like William. <laughs> I don't know who he is. <laughs> Do you know a William? Every time I, I talk to you. No, I, I no, I, well, my uncle actually. Oh, here we go. William Marcus. He died. Wait, 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 back up. William, wait, wait, stop, everybody. William Marcus. Uh huh. His name, and we called him Billy. Wait a minute. Do you want to hear? Okay. Wait a minute. Everybody, Melissa and Charity, be quiet. Renee, I got a story for you. You ready for this? Okay. We just connected. Uh-huh. My son that died's name was Marcus. Uh-huh. He used to tell everybody. I just got major chills. He used to tell everybody his name was Bill. Ah! <laughs> Am I oh, right, girls? Charity? Yes. Yep. Melissa? I his name was Bill well, we just got, your, your Uncle William's <laughs> around you. That. that was my son, a little joke he just threw in. William Marcus. Look at my site. My son's name is Marcus. And you can see his soul. a picture says, okay, we're praying for you, Bill. Okay. <laughs> Case closed. We're good. Oh wow. Well, maybe it's my. Well, uncle you know what? I'm gonna, uh, when I when I get off the phone with you, uh, Renee, I'm going to send you my son's picture with Marcus, and it says we love you, Bill. We're praying for uh, you, Bill. So there's our connection. The William, We're all connected. So. There is no six. There's what do they call it? six degrees of separation? The hell with that. We're just all connected. We're all of one. All of the universe. All of God. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's God's little jokes and my son's little joke and your Uncle Bill's little joke and Kristen's little joke. And I call my brother Billy tonight. as a joke, too. That's just like his nickname for no reason at all. Yeah, she calls her brother, my <laughs> nephew Bill, too. This is a, and we did have an Uncle yeah. Bill, but we don't like to talk about him. <laughs> well, my Uncle Billy was very close. I mean, very, very close to us. Um, well, he just came he through with my son. Oh, uh, well, that's just neat. <laughs> he died I, I don't, in I October. Yeah, he died in October. October, like around the tenth. Yeah, I'm, I'm th- I think date? it was the ninth, actually. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, okay. He died on my son. December? My son Marcus's girlfriend's birthday was October 9th. And my ex-boyfriend's oh, okay. yeah. was the 10th. I'm seeing the 10th. Okay. We got it. So you, are you convinced now? Everything's you fine? both of them. <laughs> We got them all here tonight. They're they're giving me a headache, man. <laughs> well, Charity, what are you what are you feeling? Char- Charity, give her a little bit I of a reading. I think everybody needs if they don't drink, they need Excedrin. The way that things have been the last couple of days. Oh my God, this has been well. I've had you, you. I'm sure you know what I'm going through. You know, my human side Everything has been held the past week. Yeah, it's so been crazy. Charity's going crazy through stuff. Melissa's going through stuff. I'm going through stuff. Yeah, it's crazy energy, the whole world. It's not just you, me, and and, and, and a dog named Boo, you know? It's, no, it's something uh, going on. Yeah, something's going on. I don't know what the hell it is. I really don't. But we just got to keep well, praying together. I'm happy figured out the William thing, because I couldn't understand. Remember, we were talking about it the last couple times I talked to you? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I know just wonder who the hell this George what guy is. What is this going on? You know, it's George. funny. I'm trying I to think if something. I know a George. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what I just – my husband had an uncle who wasn't really his uncle but was like an uncle, and his name was George William. <laughs> Maybe that's no it. Way. Maybe that's a Maybe that's William connection. connection. Yeah. I don't know, but this George guy, I'm going to – I'm gonna. you know what? Slap him. <laughs> what do you do to a dog? What are they – another name for a dog. I'm going to dog slap him. You know what I mean? I can't say it on the air. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, he's been driving me crazy every freaking show, George. I'm like, no, I don't know George. I'm like, okay, my bad. You know? When did the William pass away? October 10th, the 9th. Oh, I thought that's what she said her, his birthday was. I was sorry, I didn't hear right. No, he passed on October 9th, right? Right, Renee? Right, right. His birthday was August uh, the 9th. 11th? Oh, no, 11th was your daughter. Yeah, uh, she died. Yeah, she died August. Okay, wait, 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 wait. August. Okay, let me see if I can see. 14th? How did I miss that? What's August fourteenth? You know, that was the day of her funeral. That was the day of her funeral. That's what I was. It guessing. was the day of her funeral. Okay, I saw August fourteenth. I'm not sure what it was for. Well, well, so, I put on a really weird call? thing. Is I put on a one of the you know those friendship bracelets. That mm-hmm. day, I put on I put on the friendship bracelet on the day of her funeral, and okay. you know, and she, and she has one on in in her mm-hmm. grave, but it right. lasted. It stayed on my arm exactly a year and came oh, wow. off on on August the fourteenth a year later. I can't believe that. Well, maybe weird. that's what she's for. You, I got to yeah. tell you something about the bracelets. My husband's cousin. Um, who helped because we, when my husband died, we were losing our, our health insurance. And a bunch of people did fundraisers to help us keep it. And because, like I said, they died nine months apart. And we, one, of the re, one of the things we did, we were selling bracelets for my son. Was, we loved Marcus, right? She, my husband's cousin, who is very, um, very smart. I mean, she studied music in Vienna. She's son in West Point, blah, 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 blah. She notifies me. I have to tell you, so, I mean, she's not the person that I would think, say, I, I, something weird happened to me, but she did. And I was shocked. It was like E.F. Hutton walked into the room. You know, it's everybody shut up. I said, Lisa, I said, what's the matter? She says to me, something very strange happened. You know, I've wore that bracelet through the whole thing. The day that Marcus died that morning, I got up and my bracelet was missing and I've never found it. Hmm. I feel like it's on one you of your pocketbooks. Yeah. Huh? I feel like it's in one of your pocketbooks. No, 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 it's not my bracelet. It was Lisa's. Not, it has nothing to do with oh. me. No, I said my husband's cousin, Lisa. 
I feel it like it's in her, her pocketbook, she... whoever it is. Well, maybe it is. I feel I'll like have it's to talk to her. I'm telling you. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, we got about 13 minutes mind. left. Well, I still have one. What with the pink carnations, too. though? Pink Who carnations? Pink carnations? Hmm. I don't know. I'm bad with you know flowers. What? I got to get out a book about flowers because I really am bad with I, the names of different types of flowers. A charity. I I got a link to Pink Carnation. My brother. My yeah, brother that passed. A whole bunch of Pink Carnations. Okay, listen. My brother that passed. His favorite song. My brother. Um. My Melissa that's on with me right now. My niece. Her father. I'm one of six kids. The oldest and youngest are like 20 years apart. My older brother that passed. His song that he was known for, he was born in 1937, I was born in 53, um, his song was A White Sport Coat and a Pink Carnation. So my brother's coming through. Thank you for reading me. That was his song, <laughs> White Sport Coat and a Pink Carnation. Is I usually like Ellie? a thing, but... Yes, Ellie, yeah. yeah. That was his song. Mm-hmm. So now she's reading me. See, I, yay, I get readings too. <laughs> this is great. I can't read myself. But, you know, we can't read ourselves. I mean, we can have people come to us, but we can't read ourselves. That's why we go to other people. So when she said uh-huh. that, I felt my brother around me. Thank you. Thank you, Charity. Thank you. Well, thank you. I love your show. No, no, thank you. She's the one. Thank you for listening, No, no, but thank you. (laughs) Who's on first? (laughs) See, we can joke. Charity is the reason I'm on radio, because she kind of told me about it, and and she does certain shows, and um, that's why I'm where I'm in. I'm in my fourth show now. I've got famous people calling me to come on. I'm like, holy crap, holy. It's like, so thank you, Charity, for that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And we're helping so many people doing this. Renee, do you feel a little better now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Because I, I, yeah. I thought I was crazy anyway because no. people, people we, we tell all me, think you we're know, crazy. That, well, we yeah, all people we all saying that, that they don't do that. And I had a blue butterfly on my birthday mm-hmm. when I went up to the mountains because me and Kristen had been to the mountains uh, like When's your birthday, in April? Uh, your birthday in April? September. September, September 29th. My- Oh, oh, mine's the seventh. I'm seventh. Hmm. Well, Kristen's I'm seeing April. Fourth. She was what? September fourth. Her birthday was September fourth. Yeah. My my daughter was September first. I'm September seventh. She's right between in between us. Yeah. Well, wow. Anyway, we went up to the mountains and uh, had a great day, me and her, by ourselves. And then after she passed away, I wanted to go by myself, but my da- other daughter said, no, no, I'm going with you. And so I said, okay. And anyway, a blue butterfly got mm-hmm. on my car, got on it. It was flying beside me, and then I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then it just went right in front of me, and I thought, where did that butterfly go? I thought, oh, surely it's on the grill of the car. Girl, you it have to read my book. on my car. I'm going Melissa, to. <laughs> M- Melissa, Melissa. I have a butterfly connection, too. <laughs> okay, listen, listen to Melissa's story about the butterfly. Go ahead. Okay, so after my cousin passed away, I was talking to, um, I was talking to, like, one of my friends, and I came home, and, and I, I had heard that there was a butterfly in the house, but it disappeared. So I was like, okay, that's really weird. So I come out, you know, I'm just putting down my things from work, and all of a sudden a butterfly flies right in front of me and lands on my leg. It won't move. And we it's have a pictures big, of it. Huge monarch butterfly. It was on my leg mm-hmm. for 30 minutes. It did not move. It just it yeah. sat there. And we need um, pictures. I've, I've always yeah, had butterflies following me since my cousin passed. 
Yeah, we have butterfly connections. Yeah, I see them all the time. Charity, why don't you share your story how my son keeps coming to your house? Do you want me to just put Dylan on the phone who just woke up again? Oh, yeah, he always wakes up. Her son wakes up when, I, when I'm when i on the phone. It doesn't matter what time of day. And I, I have time here and to I prove talk. it. No, I believe it. But you, you tell her how my son comes and how your son resembles my son. My older son resembles your son really scary. Yeah, very scary. Very scary. Really? But tell her how you've seen, I mean, my son has appeared, my son has comes to you, and you didn't know who well, it was. Well, the first time realized... was life-changing for me because I didn't know who it was or what was going on. And uh-huh. that's how I started really having to do my research and find out, you know, what was happening here because I studied psychology. So in my mind, I was losing it. Yeah, she's a counselor. Uh, by the way, Charity is a psych, psych, you know, psychologist and a counselor and a, um, a drug and alcohol counselor also, right? Yeah, I don't have my master's degree, so I'm not a psychologist yet, but I'm a right. chemical dependency Close. addiction counselor and all yeah. that good stuff. But, you know, in New York, you have to get your master's to do just about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that started, the first time was in February, right about now, mm-hmm. and that was two years ago now, right, I think? Yeah, two years ago when I moved here. It was right on the and date, then, actually, of my son's first anniversary of dying that happened to you. February oh, 2nd, wasn't right. it? Yes. Yeah, two days ago. Because yep. I had written it down, and then I actually went back in my emails, because a couple months later, I was going through Facebook to see how you were doing, and... I said, oh, God, wait a minute. Remember when I called you? And I didn't mm-hmm. to bring it up because I knew that there was something about you because you used to always tell me, don't go here, don't go there when you were driving me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to say that to somebody, you know. Like, how do you say, I think I saw your child that passed away, you know. You don't to say charity, that. Charity, I, while my daughter was dying, I worked for Charity's grandparents. And um, we had a connection. She was young. This was 12, almost 12 years ago. And I didn't realize it was premonitions back then. But when I would take her places, um, I would tell her, don't talk to this one, and, like a mother had with her. And it hit her that I was right about it. And it wasn't – I didn't realize back then, right, Cherry, that it was premonitions, that it was – you shouldn't be no, around certain but I people. Was yeah. And the then that's time, how we ended up hooking up with the the, the psychic, the, the the what I call the EBGB stuff that we do. That's how we ended up hooking up. Well, no, so I know. The really, one time I'll never forget when I ended up taking the train. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And I people got in the bad car accident. I was supposed to I take the remember. car up with them. And mm-hmm. I ended up taking the train and meeting them instead. Right. And they got into a terrible car accident. One person lost their life. Oh, oh wow. Geez. Yeah, yeah. Things. I mean, like I said, everything. Whether it's, um, you know, what my kids had, cystic fibrosis, or your daughter committing suicide, everything happens. I guess when it's supposed to. Like when our job is done, our job is done. You know. Um, and it's uh, what, what I take from this is we all need to learn. Like I'm doing now. I'm doing. You know, the, like I said, my Wish Foundation and my books and whatever. And 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 the whole purpose is the master purpose for it all is to bring people closer to Christ and to God. That yeah, there is a heaven. We sit in pews. There's a lot of hypocrites even that sit in pews, and they leave the church and they go out and they get loaded or, you know, they go out and have affairs and. But, you know, my spirituality, I, I still believe in my church, of course, but my spirituality tells me that it really is real. 
you know. And by what I've been through and the signs I have has convinced me more and more. And my job, I feel, that is God-given is to bring others closer to him and say, yeah, it really is real. If she can go through this and what she's been through, you know, and she can still survive, you know, um, there's a reason. There's a reason. So I feel that's what it's all about. That's the reason you called in tonight. That's the reason Charity called in tonight. It's the first time Charity ever came on the show. Melissa and I compared notes. Charity and I have compared notes. Now, Melissa's been in my life, my whole life. She's my niece. Charity was like a uh, a prodigy of me or something. I don't know what we were, Charity. I work for a grandparent. <laughs> you were very good to me. <laughs> I had a job to do. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and here it is all these years later, and we ended up hooking up. I mean, we had lived near each other for a couple of years. Um, she moved, and some things were going on in my life and her life, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, she gives me a call. She saw a poem I wrote, and she says, you know, I love your poems, I love your book, blah, blah, blah. Actually, her grandparents were in my book and part of my dedications, and she's like, oh. and then she was afraid to tell me she had abilities. I was afraid to tell her. We didn't want each other to think we were nuts. But when we started comparing notes, I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, so now I can be open about it. You know what I mean? I've kept it my whole yeah. life. But people thought, yeah, she's a little off. She's what? Because when I'm sitting there and I'm reading people, I can sit there and sometimes I'm looking at people, and I'm like reading almost their thoughts, and I'm like thinking, oh, my God, this ain't really happening. You know? If they only knew what I know. <laughs> now I laugh about it. I laugh about it because I'm like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not everybody, but I do. There's certain people that I just pick up everything, everything. Well, I think we're blessed uh, because we know that we there's so much more to life, and a lot of people are exactly blessed to have that peaceful feeling with all the stress and mm-hmm. the heartache you've been through. You still know. I have mm-hmm. peace. I have peace. I can still giggle. I mean, like like I said the weekend, I mean, you saw my Facebook. I'm sitting there posting music. I'm crying my eyes. I'm human. I still have that. Style. What do you think? I do this and think it's a little, you know, peaches and cream. Yeah, I know my kids are fine. I've seen it. I, I know it. I feel it. I, they send signs. But I still have my human side. I hurt. I hurt when it's my son's birthday. I hurt at Christmas. I hurt when everybody's sitting around that table, one of my poems, you know. Um... Those empty chairs at that that table kill me because I'm human, you know. I'm I'm a spirit with a human experience, so I'm gonna have those feelings. So if you think, okay, well she breaks, well she can't really believe this stuff, baloney. No, I have my human side, so that's what I want to explain to people. I still feel what it what you feel. I still feel what other grieving parents feel, whether I have abilities or not, you know. And that's what it's all about. So, but anyhow, girls, caller, it's very pretty that she called in. I think. Huh? I said that's the beauty of your caller, right? Having that connection. Yeah, yeah. And when you said your uncle's name was William Marcus, I almost was floored because they, Marcus <laughs> was my son's name, and Bill, he told his one friend for two years, his name was Bill. They were at a car <laughs> meet, and somebody called him Marcus. And she goes, why are they calling you Marcus? He goes, because that's my name. She goes, no, you're Bill. No. <laughs> and I can prove it. I can prove it. She's actually she lives down in um I think she's in Puerto Rico now, to be honest with you, because her husband travels in the service and I don't know what the story is right now, but I have a picture and it, Renee, I will send it to you of my son Marcus, with at the bottom, rest in peace, Bill or whatever it says. So to prove to you. Uh-huh. So I uh, proof to the pudding. That that's Kristen's way, your daughter, of telling you this is real. She's okay, you're gonna be okay. Go out and do something good for somebody. 
Okay. Take whatever, whether you talk now to other people that are grieving or like I've done or whatever. You got a job to do. You have a job to do. You know, we're all here to, we all have a purpose. Now you have a purpose. You know she's around you. Your butterfly is around you. You know, Mm -hmm. that was the first thing with me was, you know, I thought about it and it happened years before. And that's almost in the beginning of my book about signs. My father, who worked for the church, like I said, Okay, I got a minute and a half. They're telling me I got to get off some. The real make summing up. You know, my father goes, "What's going to happen to me?" You know, because he was anti pansy. He always had to work. He always was workaholic. I said, "Dad," I said, "While we're here, we are the caterpillar." You know, when our spirits release, we are a beautiful butterfly. I'm like, "Where the hell is this coming from?" I didn't know where it was coming from. All of a sudden, I saw <laughs> peace come over my sick father's face. So, that's my butterfly. The butterfly is significant in my life. Significant in yours. Listen. I'm writing on a butterfly right, notepad right now. Okay, guys, listen. I am down in a minute. I'm going to say goodbye. Renee, I'm going to um, get your friend request and send some information to you. Call back anytime okay. you want. Charity, thanks Thank for calling in. Call in again. Uh, Melissa, love you to death, too. Um, my co-host, Thursday night's my biggie show, so tune in. Do not miss that show, man. I got big time going on Thursday night, okay? And if you want to call in again, okay. Renee, Thursday night, call on in. Because I got somebody famous okay. gonna be on. Okay. Alrighty. I'm, all right. I'm down Thank to three you. second girls. I love I love you all. You know, give peace we a love chance you. for Kristen. Okay. okay. And you all have a good night. And I'm down to twenty. Oh look, twenty two seconds. <laughs> oh, there you go. Time flies. Two two. Here we go. Two two. You know? <laughs> Could you imagine me in a two two? <laughs> yeah. Seconds. Good night, all. Love you all. Good night. Good night. Uh, good night, Charity. Good night, Melissa. Good night, Renee. Good night. Good night. Good night. We'll see you on Thursday. Tune in. Okay. Have a good night now. Bye-bye.